Okay. Welcome everyone to our what is this? Episode, episode four. four. Number four. What is our title? The Coolman and Corey podcast. There it is. Working Hi. title. Working title. We'll get it eventually. We'll yeah. have a theme song too. We're gonna make up. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like one of those trippin' in Japan videos. I'll just take like a thirty-second clip of that. The Coleman and Corey Shop. We'll get it down. We'll get it down. Uh, we watched a movie. Uh, we did more than just watch a movie. Like you know, we live our lives. Blah blah blah. Did you have a good week? I did. It's been. We won't tell them how long it's been since we've recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's been two weeks. <laughs> had good weekends. Had good weeks. Life is good. Uh, but yeah, we watched a movie, um, like we always do. I think both of us, like we've said many times, we enjoy movies, a variety of different movies, and we chose uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Samar. Is that Midsummer? For those who are trying to phonetically type it into Google, Google will protect, will uh, correct you anyway and send the right title. <laughs> uh, what was our process for choosing this movie? Because we, we think about this quite often, like, what, all right, we recorded one movie, what's the next movie we're going to watch and talk about? On? Well, originally we had, like, a, all right, let's make a top five, and you sent me, like, a top ten the same day, and I was like, of course, can't stay on topic, that's Michael Coleman. Um, and I sent you a top five, and we've touched one of those, so every time we like, oh, what movie should we watch, we'll always go back to, like, oh, we should, you know, do one of our top five. <laughs> we know. I mean, we haven't yet, we- but those are kind of our, like, our, uh, our go-tos if we don't have anything to watch and you decided you wanted to watch midsummer and because it was a new one yeah. we hadn't seen it it just so, came out at the end of the summer right yes so like august ish september yeah we're just able to rent it and yeah so we did that h ultra hd, ultra HD. on amazon <laughs> shout out send us a movie <laughs> we'll give you guys a good we're investing you. heavily in this <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go broke uh, what was the other movie we were trying to watch uh other movie we were trying to watch no no the uh, mad max Yes. So all those who are listening and looking forward to the next couple of uh, episodes, we're trying to get our hands on Chrome. Oh, oh shit! The oh, mic's oh, the oh, mic's falling. Oh, Siri, fix her mic. <laughs> Siri, can you fix her mic? We'll get there eventually. All right. And all those who can hear the creaking of the mic, that is Michael's failed attempt at preparing us. No, we're good. Oh. We're good. All right, he fixed it. We're back in business. Thanks, Siri. What'd you think about Midsummer? Um, so to give a little background, is I heard about this movie kind of like the day after it came out because I had coworkers who, you know, they have the Movie Pass or the AMC or whatever it is that they can go to movies. I think it's like once a day, and they pay like it's like a Movie Pass type thing. Um, so I had coworkers that went and saw the movie. They saw it all together, and they came back the next day, and they were just like flipping out like what the hell was that movie what did we just see now if and, it's something uh, you wanted to see in theaters you were like guys yeah, stop yeah, stop yeah, stop yeah, stop exactly, exactly i don't like don't ruin it right right i'll well, go watch it but you didn't this i didn't wasn't... even know about the movie i just kind of like looked it up real quick oh it's a horror movie <laughs> i'm not usually interested in horror movies or that kind of thing like i think i saw hereditary in, in the theater and i went with that same group that one time and it was fun I think it was like the second or third day it came out, and so it wasn't a full theater, but there was still enough people for that kind of like ambiance of a scary movie to be like relevant and, you know, screaming or laughing or giggling or like, pe- you know, friends covering their eyes and like, oh, what are we, why, why That's am I the here? best way to watch horror movies. Or people walking out like, oh, I can't handle this anymore, yeah. da, da, da. So uh, I knew a little, 
I had people walk out of um, Green Room when I went to go see that movie. Okay. Like there, there I didn't was, know that went into theaters. I know that's on Netflix now, but I didn't know that went into theaters. It was kind of like a small release indie movie. Right. And um, was it at like AMC? Or it was, was at, it at. It was at the Enzian. Okay. That's and uh, yeah, like this, this they have tables, so people are kind of like ordering food and whatever. And like this, this table, this t- table of like older people, they just kind of all sit together and like I thought they were like going out for appetizers and wine and stuff and they just got up and left like how how far into the movie did they 40 go? minutes in oh wow yeah so it was like after the uh punk, yeah exactly it was yeah. like right when that stuff started yeah yeah it's like jump out a window boom you're dead and like, all right that's i've had enough <laughs> I, i'm not entertained by this anymore and i, I was loving it yeah. i was i was like yes <laughs> kill those nuts <laughs> <laughs> the head's you know exploding off and everything see that yeah. i see a lot of that in the midsummer by the way spoiler we're gonna be discussing this movie obviously so you the either, whole thing yeah yeah we're probably gonna touch on you know, on most of it so if you haven't seen it yet i would recommend i think we both would say that we recommend you see it before you come uh if watch not, the if you're movie not interested in seeing it yes. and you if we pique your interest great uh yes. let us know in the comments so yeah yeah it if you aren't planning on what you should go watch it you should pause this go watch it and come back or if you're not planning on seeing it, us talking about it, we're going to spoil and, and stuff like that, but yeah. maybe you'll go back and watch it because we're talking about right. it. So at least that's our goal. Yeah. We hope you, we inspire you to be like, oh, uh, you know, that was an interesting take on it and we, we want to see it. So um, anyway, I, I kind of knew the ending. So when you said you wanted to watch this, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Cause you know, I kind of know I won't be like freaked out or, or, you know, not that I freak out about scary movies, but scary movies are just not my thing as and Whereas so, I I've been liking horror a lot. Yeah, you like subscribe to what was it called? Um, um, Shutter. Shutter. Shutter is That's horror Netflix. All, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's cheap. It's Hundreds. five bucks a month. And old shitty B movies, triple A's, all the good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the stuff on Shutter is not good. The reason I subscribed to it initially is because I watched the movie Mandy, and you know that one with Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah, dude, that movie was badass. The movie was. It's a best described as an lsd nightmare yes yeah, so don't watch it on lsd oh man you'll Do be not watch it on lsd yes you'll be like dr strange was sort of like an lsd kind of fun, fun. fantasy yeah, yeah you know kind of trippy things and it takes like a tenth of your time while you're tripping and you got to figure out what you want to do with the nine tenths rest yeah. of the left of your trip yeah but <laughs> fucking um yeah so mandy was like the draw so you know you so what you just wanted to watch Mandy and it showed up that it was on yeah and I started watching a bunch of other movies on that gotcha. on that um, yeah you do the free thing. trial for a week you're like oh I can watch Mandy and you're like oh, bop, bop. all right we'll watch these other ones and there's there's a lot of good stuff worth watching on there and they got you too it was like the week ended and it, just, it charged you you're like all right I guess I got a month yeah <laughs> I just let it go but I wasn't <laughs> yeah. mad at it all right <laughs> not gonna miss the no. three dollars no. that it cost <laughs> so you weren't too excited to go watch Mandy and I watched eventually it. watched it because I knew yeah. what was coming so I was kind of like it piqued my interest enough but I wasn't gonna pay to see but pay to watch I hear you yeah you're gonna wait for it yeah my um, box for a dollar fifty because they up their prices it's like blockbuster all over again it's dude. still worth it though it's fun oh, yeah, going out I'm getting a movie for a dollar fifty just kidding sit at home especially when you can rent blu-rays you're like um yes thank yeah you, please and yeah thank you. a lot of times they'll throw in like a free game deal and so like i'll pick up a game that i have no intention of playing through like i got that with uh um what's the game with the nazis in the future oh uh castlevania no wolfenstein wolfenstein okay. And I just played that for like six hours on easy, just fucking 
just zoning still out. Still didn't get any progress. <laughs> no, I got through like a couple chapters. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Was it worth it? For the free... Oh, okay. Of like, course, yeah. I guess yeah. anything's going to be worth it for free, even if it's just like, scratch this game off the list, I'm not interested, or yeah, maybe in the future when it's Well, if they do sale. it again, I'm going to get the game again and oh, just okay. play it for... Gotcha. You know, I'm trying now, to... Are you subscribed to their like Redbox alerts? Because I get like alerts all the time that's like, hey, rent a movie for this, get a free game. No. So I get those texts. So. No, that's that's a good idea. Maybe I should. I didn't know that you were interested in that, so I'll let you know next time. So. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... I would have liked to see this in theaters. I don't know why I didn't. Just other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I saw kind of it. under the radar too. It's like yeah. it was a little bit like Green Room or Green Light, Green Room, Green Room, Green Room. Um, we're not, yeah, you know, unless you're like a horror like fanatic and you're like paying attention, keeping your ear to the ground. Well, you probably wouldn't. I really that. liked Hereditary, which is the same, same director. director Ari Ari Aster, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, he he did like he blew it out of the water with Hereditary. Hereditary was an awesome movie. It was scary. It was freaky. Good imagery. Um, the ending's insane. I mean, I had chills on my back watching that movie for probably half the movie. Just like oh oh. So oh, that made oh. me excited for this one. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a good repertoire and you're gonna make a new movie, then or new movie, then you know you're gonna be excited about it, especially if you enjoyed the first one. Yeah. This all being said, overall my impression was like a four out of five movie. For Midsummer, Midsummer, Hereditary. Hereditary was pretty good. I I don't think it's five good. I would give it a five, and I'm not a horror fan. Huh. I'd have to rewatch it, but right now in my main in my brain it's four. For, Her- for Hereditary, when he's driving down the road and his sister dies, I was like, oh it's, my god, yeah. we are in for a ride, and I was I was strapped in, ready to go. So that movie went dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Yeah. It was her debut, right? The daughter, the, his sister. I don't the know. Little the little kid. Star. The star is the mom, or the or the her son. Her in, son, right? In Hereditary, it was kind of the son, and the little the little girl. Yeah, it was his sister. Okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll refer to. But him she she wasn't like a main character. She ended up being the most important character. Right. But but we we saw her continually throughout. Like sometimes when a character dies in a movie, you never see them again, and it's like oh you know that was just like a a segue or just continuing the story, but. She kept coming back too, so which was sort of a theme in this movie, because yep. this movie opens up. It opens up really quietly. Yeah, like the first, the, first, the you you get the credits in the beginning, like opens up and but you they're got, really subtle. I was like, is this the Revenant? Did you watch the? Did you rent to watch the wrong movie? Which, by the way, we're gonna review the Revenant. Yeah, yeah. I fucking that to me, that's like yeah. one of the greatest movies. We don't want to give you our top five, but we just gave you two that we're gonna do. So you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll hit, I'll drop some hints then. We're gonna hit the top one hundred movies of all time. <laughs> if this goes long enough, sure. <laughs> what do you mean if? When? Some positive ad. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that's what I need. Yeah. Glass half full. Um, Speaking of glass half full, I'm already parched. There you go. Um, Midsummer starts really quietly, almost like with with trees and snow falling. And it's like, then, a, it's like a, a thick forest. Yeah, it's not just trees. Like you could go out to outside of our apartment and trees, and it, when it, if it was snowing in Orlando, which it never will, and you could say that. But it, I I always thought like. It was a deep forest, like, um, I'm pretty sure, I would say it was, like, in Norway, where, you know, you got trees, like, you know, five feet apart, and just a huge, very dense forest, and it's just kind of like a person walking through with a GoPro, and you just have these, like, slow shots that are panning up and down, and it changed scene, and you got music, and you got the credits, so it's, like, very, very, very like, light, like, 
it's a different type of music like um almost like not those meditation music but it's just very quiet right. like it wasn't cla- it wasn't like a classical song or an orchestra or anything right i don't i don't remember now no but it was up. like slow violin okay type okay thing and then we almost we had a jump scare yeah right away right yeah. away you're like oh here it goes but it was a, it was an auditory jump scare right and it like what what changed is they went from showing all this forest to the city or like a small town right and like a helicopter view or a cliff view of a of a uh, of a sprawling city in the snow of at course, night in the winter at night and uh you a know, phone ring yeah and yeah. it was like oh it was like an abrupt phone ring it's not just like it was like one of, you know, one of those. It was like, yeah, 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 exactly. Just, yeah. And you, it totally, like you said. Jerks you out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, okay. All right, pay attention. And I, I always love that about movies, especially in theaters, because you're like, people on the phones getting settled in their seat. Let me open my package of candy, blah, blah, And then, boom, everyone looks at the screen instantly. It just You're like, snapped to attention. And then it keeps doing it. Yes. Rang again, got closer. I like that. I liked how they did that uh, cinematography of like, all right, pan over the city. And then every time the phone would ring, which is like a normal ring, you know, your phone goes, and then like two or three seconds. And then, and every time it do that, it would zoom in closer on, you know, what it wanted you to focus on. Yes. Yes. It's perfect framing the beginning of um, kind of a, a, a pre beginning intro into the intro of the movie. And it's jarring yeah. and, um, grabs your attention grabs like, your hey, attention I, i've referenced now. this before but like I'll, I'll probably reference it again because it's such a good um what's the guy that, that directed whiplash it was chaz um something I don't his last name but he did la la land and whiplash and i was watching a director's cut of whiplash and he says so many directors waste their opening waste their intro have I, have I spoken about this I before? I remember you telling me this, yes. Yeah. I don't it, think you've said it on the podcast, so. Yeah, so it, he just just said, like, you got to be doing something with your opening that either paints the theme or it tells you what you're about to talk uh, show the audience for the rest of the movie. And um, this was kind of the opposite. What was it? Damien Chazelle. Damien Chazelle. Chaz. Ah. <laughs> Whatever. Close, close. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's four, great. I think he's workers. like I think he's like under thirty. I mean, he's like hitting it out of the park. Right. Yeah. All all just like great movies. He's looking, made two movies so the far. Rest of his repertoire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's if Whiplash is going to be your first movie ever. He's thirty five or he's thirty four. Thirty four. Yep. Okay. So a couple of years ago when he made La La Land, what was he thirty one? Is that movie three years old? Yeah. So that's pretty good for. He's got an Academy Award. He's got to go in a Golden Globe. Um very successful killing it not just from like you know uh the viewer standpoint like also critics as well yes yeah he's he's which is important because we can talk bullshit all we want and recommend movies but you know he's got the awards to back it up he's got the recognition right and they're gonna like if he asks to do a budget for a next movie they're gonna give it to him and so what can he do with whiplash which was he's got the resume now whiplash was a couple it was like it might have been a 16 million dollar movie or something like that it was very very cheap right and it grossed a lot and then la la land you could tell was a huge picture um and that one was awesome too that do you think um musicals like that are always going to be kind of big big budget obviously this one is kind of separate where they got like specific lighting and scenes and 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 you know a whole house of people dancing on a well, pool I think it's, like i think it's very much an art movie and music and art and the way the picture has to be directed should always be kind of i don't want to say big budget but very um perfected like 
well choreographed. Right. Um, yeah, you don't want anyone like off off sync or you know. Yeah, you're gonna do multiple takes until you get it exactly perfect, and especially in a movie like that where, you know, musicals are supposed to be very uh, tempo based and hey, make sure everything is exactly right because like any musical piece, whether it's a choir or an orchestra, you know, you're gonna hear someone mess up usually. Not all the time. Most so you want it to be perfect. As yeah. a as a singer myself, and listening to the directors for choirs and stuff like that, you know, hey, you guys, we want you to be perfect, but when it comes down to the performance, if anyone messes up, show must go on, keep on going. Well, it's not that. It's like most people are not going to notice, or especially for a, for a piano recital. Like sure. If you mess up your song, unless a person wrote the music or is hyper familiar with it, they're not going to know that you mess up. So just keep going. Like just do it. But a movie is different because. You know, you want, you don't want people to see that mistake or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, that sort of reminds me of Midsummer later on in the movie when they get to Sweden and the extras mm-hmm. pop up a lot. Right. And there's kind of a, maybe a dedicated 100 or so extras, maybe 80. I would say 50. 50 extras. 50 were sitting at that table. Or... And, that, and that was kind of all they used. Yeah. And the way the extras with even with no lines just the way they acted and the way they all worked together almost every scene i mean i was watching i was like is one of these extras going to do something weird or or smile or yeah break character or yeah. and nothing yeah. they all hit it on points yeah. so i don't know how you, that's really hard to do it's true i wonder if the assistant director is kind of in charge of those people or is the director like hey this is what i want from you and i'm gonna keep an eye on you as well because these stars they know what they're I, I trust them to know what they're doing and we're gonna have to retake because you fuckers in the background yeah in the are, background like, aren't dancing correctly or yeah, like yeah. you know which is funny because most of those I, I feel like most of those extras you know i wonder how much info they get when they like audition for those extra spots and yeah. be like all right, you're going to be dancing like an idiot. Try not to laugh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, you know, most of the time I was thinking like, these actually, they must be thinking like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, because they get paid like 700 bucks a day. Or, I mean, or, you know, to show up for three days right, or whatever. Right. Um, I, I mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, they, it was noticeably like really high, high par. Like, because like, I remember one time I was watching um, Spider-Man, like huge, big budget Spider-Man from uh, the one with... Um, the jockey, the uh, the 2002 Spider-Man, 2003 Spider-Man. The jockey. Um, he was in a he was in a movie called Sea Biscuit where he was the jockey. Oh, what's you're his talking name? about that 70s show? Um, uh, Foreman. <laughs> that's not his name. That's the wrong guy. I always think it's him. He's the guy that's it, in. It was uh, the Spider-Man series before the last. Right, right. Actually, it was three Spider-Mans ago. <laughs> Oof. There's a lot of Spider-Man. There's a lot of Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, dude. Wasn't he in Seabiscuit? Yes, he was. Yeah. I believe he was a jockey in Seabiscuit. So when, like, I was watching that movie, and there was, like, one scene where he, like, swoops down to say hello to the city or something like that, everyone's smiling, and I was watching the extras, and they were acting, like, fucking retarded, dude. They were just, like, (laughs) they were, like, this one lady was, like, jumping up and down, like, finger pointing, and I was like, that's in the movie? Like, what? That's so stupid. <laughs> All right, everyone, like, just dance. <laughs> yeah, it pull, it pulled me out of my immersion. Like, oh, I was, see. Yeah, that's really important too, especially in a movie like this where you're like trying, they're trying to like bring your focus onto the main character. Those background people, if they mess up, it, it breaks your immersion. Your yeah, yeah. It, you. This was one of those movies where they kept your immersion, your tension, your like, because they had the things they were doing on screen. You almost like want to laugh sometimes. 
and we, we did a couple times, but it was like, I th- it we kept did us. A couple times. Like, I say a half dozen times, I like turn around to you and be like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Like, did you see that? But it, but I didn't feel out of it the entire, even from the beginning till the end, we were kind of locked into what the yeah. movie was, was into. See, and I actually enjoy that aspect of being able to watch horror movies or thrillers at home. Because sometimes when you're in the theater, you're going to get someone, you know, whipping up their phone or people crackling their candy or, you know, popcorn or getting up in the Or laughing at the, the wrong spots. I don't like that. Yeah, That's yeah, fucking yeah. annoying. People who are not immersed in the experience, it's it's tough. Where, it, you know, you go see, like, uh, Avengers or something like that. That's fun because you have that ambiance of people, you know, excited. Yeah. Like, get up and clap when Thanos shows up yeah. and gets his head cut off. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert. <laughs> My bad. Everyone's uh, seen Endgame yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, you better have. Yeah. If you haven't, get, you get know, out of here. Move out of your rock, dude. I'll give you some money so you can get a box or something at least. Come over <laughs> and watch it with me. I haven't seen it again or something. Uh, my my sister broke up with a boyfriend because he would like watch Avengers and then start the movie again and then start the movie again. Like they were coming back on a plane from some for, like international flight. Okay. And he yeah, would just like twenty hours. He would just watch Avengers like four times in a row. She thought that was so weird. She like broke up with him two weeks later. <laughs> We don't have to go into names or anything, but it's just like, <laughs> that was her reason. She cited that as, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the number one reason. No, it was like two or three, real, pretty close to the top. Oh, bro. We were like, dude, what? I mean, if you don't have anything else better to watch, I would have done that probably. I would have done something like, I have done stuff like that. Maybe not. I probably would have like forced myself to watch a movie that literally I hadn't watched two minutes ago, like. Hit the restart button? No, I'm not going to do that for time, music, not for movies. Yeah, you listen to the same song again and again and yeah, again. Yeah. Um, I feel like most people yeah. do that. It's like, you find a favorite song, all right, I'm going to put this song on repeat. Uh, it's eight times. It's staying on my top <laughs> date list. All right, I'm sick of it. On to the next one. Yeah. Go for you, it's, uh, I walk in and you're constantly playing Ariana Grande. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my future wife. You got a crush on her or yeah. something. Cause <laughs> don't call me Angel. <laughs> like, I've heard that a hundred times. <laughs> I listened to her last album, at least you know, 50 times so the whole way through, like song one to song, I, you know, 13. I'm digging it now. Like <laughs> yeah. at first I was like, what? Now I, I like it. it. First time I heard it, uh, even coworkers at my job, they would be like, yo, Corey, this is your song. <laughs> Shout out to Corey. I'm like, yeah, I already had a grande. Woo. <laughs> um, Una- unashamed, dude. Unashamed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just like the song, man. Um, yeah. So the opening, um, and then the girl thinks she's crazy. So it kind of, it, our main character is, Danny? Yeah, Danny. Um, well, let's go back to the beginning. So sure. it pans in and goes to the house, and, you know, the phone's ringing, so it picks up with, like, introducing our main character. She's on the phone. She's talking to someone, and it kind of like, hey, this is who we're... This is the well, she's, first person that we see. She's ringing her, yeah, she's her calling, parents. I thought she... Yeah, she's calling her parents. And then... Uh, and her parents, it, it kind of a slow camera angle shows their voicemail, or, you know, it, yep. that it went to voicemail. Answering machine. Answering machine. And then it kind of zooms over and her parents are just asleep and they're just, you know, quietly like looks like all normal. You're like, whoa, they didn't oh, even wake nighttime. up. They're asleep. They got face up, which is odd for me. Do you sleep on your back like all night? I have before, but no. Like, when you go to sleep. No, I'm a side sleeper. Yeah. When you go to sleep, but you lay on your back and you just like put your head on the pillow. Like a vampire? No. And you're just like still the whole night. I don't understand. I've never understood that. No. Like I wake up in the morning. It looks like I like had three girls in my bed. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do, but it doesn't always look like that. But. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm you can say kidding. whatever you want here, I guess. You just make stuff up. Uh, <laughs> We're both millionaires. <laughs> uh, I'm a millionaire in my head, and that's yeah. what counts. Yeah, I bet you are. 
And she gets all worried because well, the reason she calling she's calling her parents is because her sister left her a weird Facebook message, mm-hmm. and it was like I can't take she, this anymore. You know what's weird? She kept saying it was an email, and I always thought that was weird. Like, you're not gonna talk with your sibling through an email. You know, maybe if they're overseas or you're like out of the country, which I guess was plausible, but I, that just like was tripping me up. Like, email. Like, why would your sister email you? Like, it was clearly a Facebook type of message thing. I don't, I don't know. They should change. I think they should change that. Be like, I I don't remember her sister email. texted me like that's just normal. Like, it's just something that's gonna happen with a sibling. Yeah, but her her sister who's bipolar or wait was she bipolar? She was bipolar. But her sister was like mentally like. No 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 no. Her sister. Uh, was her name? Ari? No. Bree? Brandy? I don't remember. The main I rem- character's name. Main character's name is Danny. Danny. So Danny's sister is bipolar danny okay. is not bipolar okay danny but, is like trying to take care of her the her boyfriend and her friends think that she's bipolar or that she's kind of crazy but that's you know a product of her environment growing up at home with a bipolar sister now danny our main character is is very nervous like she's yeah i mean as anyone be you know you're worried about your sister well, she was and, taking she was taking ativan what is that so Ad- you you yeah. recognized it when in the movie you saw you saw her take a medicine while she was on the phone with whoever she was talking to, and you saw her pop a pill, and it it zoomed in on the bot the prescription bottle, and you recognized what it was. I didn't recognize what it was, so educate me. Um, Jolie is, is that's my girlfriend. That she's a nurse in the emergency department. That's like hardcore stuff they give to people who uh, get Baker acted, which is a term here in Florida, which is like if you are suicidal or tell someone you're suicidal, and they call the cops on you, and you go to the emergency department. If, if you get all crazy, yourself or someone else, you they add a van and that knocks you out. So if you're taking like that's hardcore prescription, like I mean that's you got to get it from somewhere. Like you, interesting. You, all right, that adds a layer for it, rewatchability. Yeah, to recognize like all right, what she's hardcore yeah. in in her. So I mean, that, that, that's interesting that you thought that she was bipolar because she would be taking that medicine. So maybe she was, and that just was something that we were supposed to assume by seeing that prescription bottle. I knew it was hardcore, whatever right. she had, right. like her her anxiety or whatever. Right. Because that's that's no joke of a ju- of yeah. a drug, but um, yeah. So she takes that and she's all nervous because her sister left her like what like I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I or, can't take it anymore. My the parents... voices or the darkness is gonna come. No, it was like I can't take it anymore. Uh, my the parents are coming with me. Goodbye. And then yeah. No, I don't remember the darkness part. Something about like I thought it was something like voices or the darkness I can't inside take the of voices. me. Oh, okay, okay. Something like yeah. that. And I'm taking the parents with me, goodbye. And yeah. she was like, messaged her back three or four times, like, you're not responding. And so she starts calling her boyfriend, and then he's kind of well, like, checked, he's kind of like checked out a little bit. He's like, oh. Well, the first scene, well, let's break it down a little bit. The, sure. the first time she calls him, she, he was like, oh, I just like smoked weed or whatever, and my, I'm with my friends, we're getting pizza. And he, he sounds like he wants to have, like, I, you and me have been there, where it's like, you and me just want to, like, have a good night. Should not... have screened the call, bro. Should have screened the call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're out with your guys? Like, you know where I am. Yeah. I can't talk right now. Yeah, like, what's up, babe? Like, I would never do that. I answer the phone for all my bitches. Are you fishing out here? No one listening to this is going to date you. You better hope not. <laughs> they see my picture on the podcast, of course. Oh, all right. It's my new, it's my new dating profile. It, you'll probably get better luck than... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I need to Google the burn center closest to me because <laughs> I might have to go check myself in. Whatever. Thanks, room. Thanks, buddy. Um, the first phone call she has with them, she like, she acts pretty cool, 
she's like, I don't want to bother you. I, you know, yeah, maybe she's on the verge of a breakdown. She's like trying to hold back tears. She's wiping her face and she's on this phone call with her boyfriend. But she acts kinda... cool. She yeah, acts cool. Right. Like she's, she's like, oh, I just didn't want to bother you. Um, my sister sent me a weird message and he, and he said like, oh, don't worry about it. She always does this. Like, well, she's bipolar. And well, she's like, well, she, she also said that she, he has seen it before. Like he, she may have already messaged him and be like, Hey, my sister sent me this message. And then over a couple hours or days that she was trying to like fish out a reply and she wasn't getting a reply. And now she's like super worried. Like, Hey, she's also messaging me. And he's over here. Like, this is a, your sister has a history of doing this. Don't worry about it. And she's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she drops it. She drops it, but she clearly can't stop thinking about it. Right, right. And then, I don't know, if she takes the Ativan then. Yeah, yeah. And, and then who does she talk to? She talks to her, maybe we don't hear the voice on the other hand, but she calls someone else, and we kind of get a little bit more background story, like, you know, I don't know if I should break up with my boyfriend, or yeah. you know, is he being supportive enough, blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to the boyfriend, and he's having the exact conversation with his friends, and his friend, uh, who I need to look up, because I don't know his name, but I... I I told you during the movie that I, I don't the, like the him. one actor. Yeah, yeah, it was so. There's four of them. I didn't recognize any of the actors except for one. The one actor, and Corey will say his name here in a little bit. He's like been in. Uh, was it Hunger Games or was it Mocking? No, he was in uh, the Maze. Maze Runner. Maze Runner was a movie, right? Yes, he was in the Maze. Runner. He was in Maze Runner. His name I, is Will Poulter. Will Poulter. So I liked him in the Maze Runner. I thought he was like pretty good like he was in narnia he was in the revenant for some reason yeah he was in all the maze runners it looks like um he was in a tv show when he was growing up and uh i just never dude in this movie insufferable yeah sucked <laughs> like played the part well but he just was an awful character right right he's my least favorite character and i was like yeah i don't hate him i'd I kind of like him or whatever, and you were like, dude, I don't like that actor. Yeah, I just he just has always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And he definitely rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, we got a few laughs out of his character, but yeah, just never never really enjoyed him. But he's the one telling, uh, damn, Danny's boyfriend, Danny, 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 Danny. Say it five times if you remember her name, right? Yeah. <clears throat> he's telling her boyfriend. What's like, the boyfriend's name? Alex? <laughs> I I don't remember. Did you write it down? No, I don't write down names. Oh, what is his name? Christian. I should have known. I should remember that. His name is Christian. His name is Christian. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Played by Jack Rayner. 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 Renor. Okay. Rainer? Jack Rayner from Starcraft. Yeah. Oh, it's not Jack. Jimmy. Jimmy Rayner, in Starcraft too. Jim Rayner. Jimmy. It's his full name. They call him Jim. His friends call him Jim. Hey, Jim. I, I just so don't care. <laughs> anyway, so Jack Rayner is played... Uh, Christian is played by Jack Rayner. And, and so, so he he pretty much wants to break up with He's her. on the fence, I think, right? And his friends are trying to convince he him. Kinda, like, Dude, your girlfriend's crazy. Get He wants know. to, but he won't execute yeah. on it. And they've been dating for what? Like six, four years. Four years. Is that four what years. they say when they get to the... Yeah, the only reason I remember that is because um, he they get to Sweden later on, and they ask the other couple, and they'd been together for two years, and they were engaged. And, and they ask him, how long have you guys been together? He's four, like three and a half years. Yeah. And she's like, four years and two weeks. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And it's like classic which boyfriend. Is, like, is, oh, I don't keep track of this shit. That <laughs> happens to me all the time. <laughs> how long have you been with Jolie? Uh, I, apparently, it's been five years. I've been telling everybody, like, three or four. Ooh. And, <laughs> Ooh, you don't know the exact date? Uh, no. No. Ooh. 
Jolie, don't listen to this. No. I don't approve. Listen, of this I like her, and that's what that's what I'm, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Years are just uh, what is the thing about old age? Like years are just a a number. Age is just a number. Age is just a number. So, dude, I'm increasingly feeling that way as I'm getting older. Not that much older. I'm gonna be 27, and I realize that like I feel the exact same way as I was when I was 22. I just have done more shit, and I. I, I get that all the time. People are like, dude, you look like you're like 22. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I am 22. Like, go away. <laughs> don't check my ID. It doesn't matter. I'll be carded at bars forever. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. I got that baby face forever. There you go. See, that's why it's going to help. Having my picture on this podcast, dude. You got to do some <laughs> live streams or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, to get back to it. He's talking with his friends. They're, they're planning a trip to Sweden. And dude, that's not when we find out about it. They mention it. They go, you're going to, like, bang all those hot Euro girls or something like that. Yeah, I guess they're joking about it. And she calls them back, and this is where we get into the... Here's here's that. That was the previous eight, seven, eight minutes intro, and then boom. Get a call. He gets a call, and she's wailing, like, screaming in the phone. So you kind of get a little bit of an audio scare, like, uh-oh, what happened? It's it, it kind of was disturbing to me. Yeah. I was like, ooh, you get that bad feeling. You're like, oh, what happened? Right. And, and she was very, her emotion kind of, it was just through the phone. We didn't see her right. at first. But right. just, he picks up that phone. And she's wailing. Like, and that was like, a, it was a good moment. Yeah. It was like, ooh. Yeah, and it switches, it uh, cuts, and it's him on the couch, and he's holding her, and she's screaming and crying. And it's another slow shot, like from the doorway, and just slowly zooming in on them real slow, like really Letting you know that Danny is like in a lot of pain, and and it does show um, like the car in the garage. Oh yeah, then it cuts to a, a different scene, and I like this scene too because of, of how slow it was. Like, all right, start in a garage. The slow reveal, and then all of a sudden you see a fireman. You're like, oh, you know what happened? And then as soon as he, I see him turn off the car, I know what happened. But I still like how they like drag out. Like, all right, here's the hoses attached to the the tailpipes, and all right, they had to open up the garage and. These hoses are, they, it like pans down and falls the hoses and the fireman as he walks inside and you got these hoses from the garage into the kitchen, up the stairs and uh, what's crazy is this girl like really thought this out. Like she duct taped her parents' French double doors to their bedroom, duct tape it so that it would be airtight and then attach the hose to the bottom and then another hose kind of veers off and you see finally her sister and she's got... A, a gas mask on. A gas mask on with this hose attached to it and, um... Like, almost vomit. Yeah, vomit and, yeah, all over like, her chest well, yeah. because that's just, like, <clears throat> what and, happens And the when, dead eyes and the... Yeah. Uh, were yeah. her eyes open? I... I think they were, think right? they and were. she's kind of, like, slouched down and just kind of, like, looking down. But again, it's a slow reveal. So yeah. you're just seeing all this it's right. going up and, right. oh, yeah. That, you're like, oh, okay, these hoses are, you know, they must be, like, into a room or something. No, it's attached to your face. Like, that's kind of, like, jarring, like oh my god that's like so intense yeah and then it kind of pans up and you see the laptop behind her and there's the whole message and you kind of see the origins of i'm taking parents with me goodbye and that was it she's our she literally typed that probably as the thing was attached to her face and she like sat down and and died and then we also get a shot of the parents that um them getting zipped up the fireman breaks that seal uh shows it and you see them and they're very they're eerily like just like a like they haven't like they're still sleeping yes yeah. and they zip them up and just i i don't like dead bodies one bit like just seeing it seeing never seen someone, a dead body 
I've, I've been, we didn't we talk about this on I swear we talked about this on the on the podcast. I've been to three funerals. Okay. Did we talk about that? I don't remember. Maybe it was outside. Probably. I've been to, like I asked you how many funerals you've been to. And I said I one. One. I've been to three and they were all open Close friends. Cope, open casket. Oh yeah, I, I had said I'd never seen a, a dead body because I've been to funerals, yeah. but never an open casket. Or if I had, I was too young that I just it just didn't yeah. stuck in my memory. Yeah, there was one Distant where, family or where like it was a family friend, and like we went to go see him, and this guy was in his forties, and like I we had to go up and pay our respects as a family, and I was like too young, and I was like I, I might have been I wasn't too young, I was old enough, I, I was probably thirteen or fourteen, and it's just weird seeing like. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Yeah. The makeup and the, he's in a suit. And, uh. yeah, as you get older, you realize like the type of process that someone has to go through after they've lost a loved one. You, you know, you got to get this person ready to be able to be seen in an open casting. Like you got to dress them up and make sure they look, you know, as, as best as they can before, you know, you close it up and kind of put them in the ground. Yeah. So I always, I always think that you don't recognize that as a young kid of like what the process is in order for that. Oh, they just died. They just died like that. That's how he, he died on, you know, sleeping yeah. in his suit and they just put him right into the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely dress, dress, it. dress death up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is a celebration of life. Like that's what a funeral is. A celebration of this person's life. Like yeah. everyone remembers type of thing. Yeah. But we're all uncomfortable with it. Sure. You know, in our culture, yeah. we don't, death is the most scary thing to me. Like I said, dark. I said the dark the other day, just to kind of like trigger people and see what they would say. <laughs> oh, you scared? You sleep with a nightlight? No, no. I just don't like dark. But you know, I'm never gonna. To say that you're scared of death is kind of like so deep. It's like, whoa, are you on acid? <laughs> or are you tripping right now? Like, why you gotta get so deep? That's so dark. Like, it's not something you can just like bring up casually. I listened to a podcast um, with a guy talking about death recently. Like, his whole thing is his job is to um, sit with people while they're in hospice care as they're dying and he's like there's definitely as i've learned correct ways to die and, and incorrect ways to die and the correct ways to die is to talk with the person and you know most people have a list of like their bucket list if i want to travel to all like the seven highest mountains in each continent it's like people say that but that's not really what they want really the people's bucket list is i want to repair a relationship with my sister or i want to the true um, meaning. yeah I, I always wanted to uh see the beach with my loved one or like one last time or in this certain place or I wanted to fix things and and I wanted to shoot a hole in one or like mm-hmm. you know achievable things that you can right. do at the end of your life right. and doing them it it's kind of the cathartic experience of yeah. um and so pre- preparing to die is what living is yeah and once you've done everything you're okay to go right and and it's important too to set those kind of goals achievable goals and sort of like set the bar really high and you just kind of work your but way your subconscious works within achievable goals like what you really want what you say is not indicative of what you want most of the time what you want is like logical reasonable rational most of the time and people don't deep down inside want impossible things right um yeah and most of it's not money girlfriend that seems to be pretty impossible no see you just want to get laid see that's your (laughs) no i do not want i mean sure that's like an added benefit but you would say no to that part? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say no. A nice gentleman? Not until the third date, because I am old school, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, back <laughs> to vomit on someone's shirt after they kill themselves. <laughs> back to the horror movie. Probably <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to spread positivity. All right, people are dying. <laughs> um, and then, just to wrap up the intro, 
they they go from the parents' room, all one continuous shot outside the the window. Um, either she was crying, I don't remember, but it, it goes back to that classic music, um, not classical music, but it goes back to that soft music, and the the snows coming down, and they just barely show Midsummer. Yeah. You know, and they do all the credits like here's all the main actors, Midsummer, and then what? It cuts to. I don't remember actually. I remember it being sunny, like the rest of the movie from pretty much from here on out is like sunny and like very bright colored. Oh, I think it's Danny sleeping, right? It's like in her room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She like wakes up or it pans over her and you think she's sleeping, but her eyes are wide awake. Like, yeah, you know, how is someone gonna sleep after they just found out that their parents and their sister? That their parents died were killed by their sister because yeah she's, she's totally alone to- in, the, in, the, like in this world sick, you know in the head and so the boyfriend definitely can't break up with her now yeah and so they <laughs> are gonna plan a trip to he's Sweden. like i'm gonna go to a party and she's like i was like dude you can't go to a party like i know you don't want to like deal with this poor you know danny like you know struggling to keep herself together but really the next morning you're, oh, yeah, i'm gonna go spend like 45 minutes i'm just gonna make an appearance like dude really so i would i like as soon as i saw that i kind of like got a sense of what type of character this guy was going to be like he's not i mean sure you maybe have picked up on it when he was you know shooting this shit with his friends and like oh i'm not sure if i want to be with this girl we've been together four years you know should i break up i'm not sure if i want to spend my life with her and then you get absolutely a sense of this dude's not fully committed sure this is just his girlfriend but that long term those those four years kind of don't really mean anything to him because He's not sure. Yeah. Because I'm going to go to this party. I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'll make 45 minutes. She's like, oh, I'll come with you. And uh, it, was a, it was a really good snapshot into a relationship because I don't think either of them were wrong or, like, in the in the wrong. Like, she was being a little bit clingy, and he was like, she's she's been a little bit crazy. But that's, like, normal. It's very, um, she's going through a lot. Like, she has every room to be clean. Like, you see why she's the way she is. And she doesn't want to bring her drama in, but she also needs someone. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to hear this drama, but I also don't want to let this girl down. Yeah. So. We never see any of her friends. She might not have any friends. Yeah. Which is an interesting, like, point that, you know, the meds and all that stuff that she's, you know, concentrating on school and the boyfriend and that's it. She doesn't really hang out with her friends. It's kind of like, you know, just him and her. And then she has to kind of take care of her sister and blah, blah, blah. Um, Anyway, they go to the party, and then we kind of get, like, the real deal of, like, oh, these guys are trying to go to Sweden, and, you know, she finds out. She finds out, yeah. She finds out that he already bought the ticket, and his friends are like, and he oh, was yeah, like, we're already going in two weeks, yeah. and I'm doing my thesis on this, and he's kind of like, he he's not like... He's so noncommittal. He's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, well, I wasn't super planning on going, right. and, like, clearly you were, because yeah. you bought well, the tickets. To us, until the next scene, we don't know. You know, maybe he could be, like, wishy on the fence about it. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go. And then we find out in the next scene, like, oh, yeah, you bought the ticket already. Like, like you're, you're committed to going with your friends, and you didn't tell Danny. He's kind of a, an avoidance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Car- like he, he just didn't avoids. know how to confront her about, like, hey, I'm going on a two-month? Yeah, I want to go with my friends for two months to yeah. Europe, and I, do- and I want to uh, be free to you know fuck around or yeah. whatever like and so he has a swedish friend that's a exchange student so where are they they're in america right yeah i don't know where exactly i think they're in america obviously, oh they're in america yeah they're sure. in the northeast or something like that because obviously it's snowing we don't have snow in florida thank god yeah and uh so we find out the exchange student and so they're going to his hometown or his commune and stuff like that so well and then so she meets up with the with three of the friends one, two, two of them. three, yeah, three. There's three plus Christian. 
after the party when she is invited no the boyfriend says like hey guys i invited her she's not gonna come but yeah, i invited her right next morning hey she's coming over uh he's like hey she's coming up and then he like turns around and says hey i invited her and she's like what <laughs> It's and like, it's you told me we're going on, like, on a trip. Hey, I invited Joey. Like, what? What? Oh, we're going to go to the strip clubs. Oh, yeah, no. this, this yeah. kind of changes a lot, dude. I wish you would have told us. <laughs> yeah. And it, it sets it up for a real awkward encounter yeah. where she walks in. She's like, hey, what's up, guys? And you could tell she doesn't know how to interact with his friends. His right. friends don't know what to say to her because his friends kind of View her don't as, like, her. like, the clingy, like, yeah. crazy girl that can't separate her emotions and her family and stuff and just be normal, like you're always attached to Christian and, you know, Dan and Christian always together and this trip is supposed to be us, just the guys. And, you know, before she shows up in the room, the guys are like, oh yeah, are we going to like go to Stockholm and like book around in like some clubs or, you know, yeah. you know, get crazy or that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, know what this movie has a lot of in the room. This... So, you know, they're going to do drugs. Oh yeah. That yeah, was a big, yeah. it was definitely, right. they were excited about doing all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was foreshadowed is like a lot of pictures in the background. And so, uh, backing up a little bit in that first phone call when they were all sitting around and she first calls the boyfriend and we cuss the boyfriend. He's in a pizza parlor. He's in a pizza place or whatever and his friends are just hanging out and in the background there's a picture of uh, a famous picture of like this one lady in like the 50s. They're both in a, uh, dressed up in a nice dinner and she, it's like a famous thing. I think it might have been Marilyn Monroe was standing over and like she her, her cleave was just kind of like coming out a little bit and this this lady was sitting there kind of like looking up staring at her at her tits like with kind of a judgment face you know what i'm talking about that famous I didn't, picture i didn't i didn't, I didn't, I didn't I didn't it was right above christian when he was sitting there and he was getting he was on the phone call okay. around his friends behind him a, a picture of this okay. and it's a famous picture where i don't know who the lady is sitting down but she's staring up judgmentally at like this blonde bimbo leaning over and i you know capturing that that jealousy um, okay. It, okay. It, it, sexual themes, right. jealousy, right. you know, judgment, like, and this was above Christian, where he, the boyfriend, where he was. Yeah. That's and a so, good catch because I wouldn't got on that. And you know, this director, you know, uh, oh, he Ari does, is he puts everything these, yeah, exactly. for a reason. Yeah, this is here so that you can get a glimpse or you can see and, and, and foreshadow. Very much later on throughout the movie, they show lots of tapestries or or small books mm-hmm. or paintings and stuff, and My all those wallpaper. Yeah, all the creepy stuff that you said you wanted to <laughs> put in your room. Whatever. Yeah, and it was like Mahjong on the wall, dude. It, it, yeah, it kind of like, like was Mahjong, hieroglyphics. But, and, uh, but like ancient Vikings. <laughs> uh, and they showed everything. And like, it, it's kind of show, don't tell. And most of that stuff ends up happening later on in the movie. Right, right. Um, okay, so his friends don't like Danny, but yet she's invited. And then... Yeah, so the, she gets up into the room, and his friends, they're all talking, and then, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna go, and then his friend, the one that we don't like, uh, I can't remember his name. Will Posner? Yeah, Will Poulter. Played Poulter. Mark. So Mark is like, yo, Christian, can I talk to you? And they go back into the room, I was like, oh, this guy's like, what? Why are you bringing me? Why? <laughs> hey, what the Ten hell, dude? Ten seconds ago, you're gonna tell me your girlfriend's coming, and then she's not coming, and then she literally says, yeah, I'm gonna go with you guys if I'm not intruding. So you can tell he's mad, like, dude, why are you bringing this girl? And the one friend who wants to write the thesis, he gets up and kind of like, when she comes in the room and sits down, like, oh, they also ask, hey, should we, should I clear this stuff off, like the bong and stuff like that? And he's like, no, 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 she's cool. And they, Danny walks in, you can tell she's kind of like, doesn't know what to do about it. She's, she tries to be cool and not care. Right. Um, And so the one friend gets up and like, 
walks away, and the only one left is the Swedish friend right. who ends up being really nice to her right. and starts telling her about this is what we're gonna do and I showing knew he was her pictures. Make a move on her. As soon as I yeah. saw that scene, and he like got really close to her, he was sitting with her, and he was like a little bit like manipulative and like, oh, I'm sorry that I brought that up. And so she ends up leaving because he says something like that um, triggers her remembrance that her, you know her parents did. He died. says he says uh, my parents died too, and that's why I joined this community. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry for your loss. I know what you're going through. Yeah. Trying to connect with her, and, and then she, she she starts to lose it, and then and she the goes to the bathroom. Goes to the bathroom, and a great transition here. I loved it. Goes top over her as she's walking to the room, and then as it Into comes the down yeah. in front of her as she's in the bathroom. The scene changes flawlessly into her being in an airplane uh, bathroom. Yeah, and she's like losing her mind in there too. Yeah, so she could, she's fucked up. Yeah, and yet now they're in the plane. She's still holding on to the trauma. You know, obviously this is very soon after you're losing your parents. I don't think anyone. Yeah, could everybody, blame her anybody for would react, yeah. and that's kind of the whole thing of right. is anybody would act the way she's acting, and anybody could understandably act the way the boyfriend's acting. So it's just very normal. Mm-hmm. And then this set of friends doesn't know how to react either because right. he's just trying to have a good right. good time. It's just yeah, a young trying people. to walk on eggshells around this girl. You don't want to, you know, upset her or, you know, send her into a tizzy either or upset your friend. And you still want to do the things that you are planning and talking about doing, you know, months of advance of going on this two-month trip abroad yeah. to go spend time in this commune. Is that what we're calling this? Yeah. Community? Yeah, it's a fucking weird cult. <laughs> <laughs> It's isolated as fuck. Yeah. Well, they, they start to talk a little bit in back in his room about, are we going to hit Stockholm? Are we going to hit uh, some other major city? Like, are we going to go to the clubs there, the strip clubs or whatever? And the, the speed is as, like... As it turns out, like, where they're actually going is this isolated mountain range... Opposite direction of any of civilization. The rest of the fucking movie takes is, is there. Yep. Like, we don't leave from this... 80 people in the mountains, grass fields, like paradise. Yeah. And it does look like a paradise. It's like an Amish kind of You got high mountains, snow-capped mountains, you got dense forests, you got this clearing. And And it's middle of the summer. Yeah. This is, they're going for the summer, um, what, equinox? So what? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Solstice? Solstice. Solstice. That's, that's the right word. And that's where the name comes from, Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh, I'm looking up a map of Sweden, and you kind of see like Stockholm here in the bottom, and then there's fucking nothing up here in the north, like few small cities. So you know you could be traveling for days and just not see almost civilization. So that's just interesting. I haven't I hadn't looked that up. Anyway. Yeah, um, and before they even show up, well, I mean, like at, before they even enter the into the commune properly. Like they're kind of in the fields, the grass, and the the Swedish friend is like he's back home, and he starts saying hi to people. He says hi to his brother. We meet his brother. We meet a few of his friends, and instantly they like introduce everybody, and someone whips out some mushrooms. Like, oh, boy, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, we're going there. Yeah, I thought it might be like we and they were gonna pass something up. Like, no, yeah. these are mushrooms, and everyone's like, oh yeah, 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 give me, give me, give me. And the the guy, the friends of the boyfriend, all Christian friends, were like, this is why we came. All right, let's pop them. Yeah. And they all right here as soon as we arrive. And, and Danny and was like, here, like checking out all the Swede girls like, damn, how do you guys do it? Well, the Vikings took all the hot ladies <laughs> after they conquered the rest of the world and brought them back home. That's why we have fucking hot bitches. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but it's definitely true. Okay. I, 
I missed that history Corey's lesson. Corey's stamp of approval on that fact. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> that's how. That's why Sweden. That's why Corey has his PhD in in history. <laughs> just by the way, so listen to everything he Nordic has history. and physics. I know exactly why the Vikings. Or I know exactly why. What is that? What is that area called? Norway. You're the history. <laughs> Norway, Finland, Iceland. Nordic. I think it's Nordic. It's not the Netherlands because the Netherlands is a country. But there's some way that you refer to that whole kind of like arch- archipelago. I don't even think it's an archipelago. I don't think it's that either. It is, because it's surrounded it's by water except on one side, right? It's just northern Europe. Isn't it the Nordic countries? Yeah, the Nordic countries, probably. Norway, Sweden, Finland. Anyway, like that whole area. Yeah, the Vikings just came in and plundered all the coastal cities. All these tall-ass Vikings. Killed all the guys. Took the women as prisoners. Raped everybody. Yeah, and then took them back home as prizes and look we got all the hot ones type thing and then you get back to finland or sweden with the actual viking which is women. so funny because they're so chill now like they're the most relaxed Did they figure it out they knew exactly they, from yeah. day one dude this is we're building a great civilization and we're up here and everyone's gonna leave us the fuck alone i i've never been to sweden maybe i, I maybe i don't think so but what i remember is i went to switzerland i went to geneva and we traveled around there, and I met up with some Swedish people, and they're just, like, relaxed yeah. and tall, Most beautiful. people are relaxed outside North America. Well, Canadians are relaxed, too, so maybe it's just the USA. Trump's got everyone in a tizzy. It's, like, it's awesome here, but sh- a lot of shit sucks yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think And actually, I've noticed the South. going to be greener on the other side, right? Like, if you yeah. go up there, you're like, oh, I miss kind of the freedoms that I had, or, like, the... Free catch-up? Yeah, or the capitalist part of America. Like, you go somewhere else, you're like, dude, I have to pay $300 for electricity, and it doesn't even work half the time. You're like, oof, dude, that's why we got EPB or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, The South is, like, much more relaxed than where we came from, like Maryland or uh, some places of Boston. The more rural you get, it's a little bit more relaxed. Like, uh, one of my friends was telling me that they went on a trip, and they went you know, out to the Midwest and everyone's just kind of a lot more relaxed out there. Like they're not the New York, yeah, Miami, hustle, bustle. get out of my way, honking the horn, like a prime example today of doing laundry. And <laughs> so <laughs> drives in our yeah. community and I'm like just crossing. They this. have a stop sign. Yeah, they have a stop sign at the bottom of the hill and I'm just like crossing the street. I'm on my phone. I got my detergent in my hand because yeah. I left the stuff in the room and I'm just like crossing the street and she stops at the stop sign and gives a little like, burnt. Like, not just, a, like, a little thing. You know, like, a little burp. You know, you're you're kind of... She go, she gives you, like, one of these with the car. Hey! Hey! No, 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 no. Dude, careful. You just blew their eardrums. Come on. It's fine. No, she gives, like, one of the, you know... No, it's like, if you're at a stoplight and the person in front of you, like, doesn't realize the light screen, you're kind of like... Burp, 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 oh, burp, a little chirp. Burp, burp, burp. Yeah. And then if they don't go, you're like... <laughs> but she was kind of, like, in the middle of that, like... Burp. And I thought, like, I turned around, I was like, is she honking at someone? Like, And you're you know, just some... walking like normal. You're yeah. just walking across the, the <laughs> little street and we hear this in your all neighborhood. The time. Like, people will honk like idiots. Like, you think someone's going to be in their apartment and hear someone honking outside? Like, maybe if you're listening for it, but that's just the dumbass way rude. to do it. Like, just, just text the person text I'm outside. Get up, walk to the door. Yeah, I exactly. Mean... Like, why honk and disturb everyone else around me? That never made sense to me. Anyway, it's just so I, like, look around, tension. like, this is normal. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe she's looking for someone. And... She doesn't stop. She's not, like, looking around for someone. I don't see anybody else around me. And I, like, kept walking. Like, I didn't change my pace. I didn't, like, try to hurry out of the way, like, fast. Or, like, oh, you wanted to get by. Whatever. And she just, like, drives behind me. And I'm, like, 
that must have been at me. Like, <laughs> what? Are, what? What's your problem? What are, like, you, what are you honking at me? It's not it's like, like you're doing the afternoon on a Saturday. And it wasn't like here. you were like strolling, like walking, like really slowly, looking at your phone or anything, right? right? I mean, you were you right. were like walking like yeah. normally, like with yeah. your head up, Stepped like down the stairs as <laughs> fast as I could, cross the street. There was no one there. She's coming. Why down. she gonna honk at you? At a stop sign. I was like, really? Whatever. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Sweden's not like that. No. Sweden keeps you hostage. They don't even have go. <laughs> like, yeah, we got two seater truck. <laughs> and so, um, at that point, Danny's like, "Oh no, no, I'm fine. The rest of you can, like, take it." And there's some confusion whether yeah. the boyfriend's going to take it because he wants to take it. Yeah, they're all grouped together and they bring out the mushrooms. Everyone's like, "Yeah, give and me, everyone's give me, give me, everyone's give me, give me. like, yeah, this is cool. All and right." The girl's like, obviously in her mental state, she's like, "I'm." not in a good spot to be like tripping right now so yeah. i'm gonna take a break and christian's like all right well i'll try just i'll do a break with her and mark's over here like what the uh, we're all gonna do together yeah like we can't go like a normal like a normal tripper or someone who's done mushrooms a lot you're gonna know like if you start your trip at a different time you're gonna have you're gonna start we should all be on this experience yeah, together yeah, right. this is what we well it's because if you do mushrooms and someone starts an hour later they're gonna be in a different spot at different you. times they can't yeah join you and kind of like drive it's like you know, syncing up your periods. <laughs> you can't just, like, jump into the house and expect your period to be, like, ready to go right away. So, like, mushrooms is kind of the so same dumb, thing. dude. <laughs> you know, put in the comments that's valid, if that's valid. I need some validation on that, on that so point. So dumb. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Christian convinces her, or she kind of convinces herself, she, like, gets pure like, by fine. her friend. She's yeah. like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. I'll blah, do blah, it, blah. whatever. Could have ended the movie right here. Be like, alright, that's it. Everyone took mushrooms, and we can just do whatever the fuck else we want with this booby. So my theory is that the, it was at this that, point. From that point on, is kind of just like uh, the rest of the movie is the a, details. A bad trip, right? Yeah. yeah. Where I the worst things that happen as the movie goes on probably didn't happen. I don't. I don't think I'm convinced by that yet. I think the rest of the movie did happen in in the universe reality of the movie. Um, but that's an interesting thought because she ends up, do- she does take, um, a tea of mushrooms right. and so they're all tripping. It's almost more potent, potent because as mushrooms, like if you eat actual physical mushrooms, they have to go into your stomach, they have to digest. All right. Now it's getting into your system. Usually people who do mushrooms, it's like, all right, give it an hour or two and then you'll start feeling it. But if you drink something that like is much easier to like get into your system. Yeah. So you know, they all started at the same time anyway, regardless. And so it cuts to them on a hill, on a grassy knoll with a tree, and everyone was just kind of hanging out. And this is where we get fucking Mark at his, what, what was the word Most uh, insufferableness. Insufferable amount. But it was funny at the same it time. It was funny. So, you know, he's he like, gave me a little bit of laugh. He's like, I'm gonna, li- tripping. I'm gonna lie down, guys. I'm gonna lie down. I'm gonna lie down. Can you guys lie down with me? Can, can, can you guys just do it? And like, he's like, Shut the fuck up and just relax, dude. Like, just the rest... Of, he, he's just a jarring presence in the rest of us trying to have a good time. Everyone's just, like, relaxed, like, and then, on this grassy someone... knoll with this clear blue skies above them. Yeah. They're just kind of, like, duh, and the trees are moving, and blah, and she cuts to Danny, and you see Danny's point of view, and she looks up to the but, trees. But he, she, he, uh, he says, guys, what time is it? What time is it? It's, like, it's 9 p.m., and because... He's like, what? It's 9 p.m.? It's still, it's still uh, daytime. It's the sun never gonna go down! I don't like it, guys! I don't like this one bit! I'm gonna lay down. And then someone new comes over. I, I don't want anyone new. I can't handle it. That's I can't why, handle this it. This is why I don't do drugs with other people. Is because, yeah. especially if I don't know you, I don't want that type of no. like, atmosphere. No. No. Just it's just not enjoyable. I can't even relax with people not on drugs around me that I don't <laughs> know. I I gotta really get to know you and like before, and then we can maybe um, do something else that, right. that that lowers our inhibitions with each other because we're we're 
we've got that trust. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I don't really like, well, it ends up being fun every time I do do it. Like, drinking with other people, I don't know. Like, yeah, but it ends different. up being fun. It's different. Like, if you're if you're drinking, you can, like, control, like, your Drinking level. is totally different. I agree. You can have a few beers, get to your level, and just kind of, like, maintain. Or you can go hardcore like I do and pass <laughs> out at a party. Dude, the way you drink is so funny. Because uh, you're not a big drinker until you, until you drink. Practice, dude. I got to start drinking, like, every weekend so I can start getting my level down. Yeah. I'm just a small, skinny dude. And so I always forget, the like, way Corey drinks is he, he pours <laughs> it straight. And then you you have like a soda, a can of soda. If I'm You'll drinking get... liquor, yeah. I'll pour it straight and I'll have a chaser. And so you just down it, like two shots, yeah, like in one swig, right? And then you hit your chaser, and then you fill it up. Would you say like within thirty minutes or something like yeah. that? And then you take your next two shots. Oh, I don't I don't do two shots at a time. Usually it's like a gulp, chase, fifteen minutes, or you know as time goes on, I kind of. I don't nurse it like you would necessarily. Yeah, I'm nursing church. drinks. That's yeah, what I'm doing. You're just nursing and you just continuously drink. Whereas I want to like get to that level and then just like stop drinking. But but you don't. I don't, <laughs> good, I don't have a good gauge of like getting to the level. I'm like, dude, I'm not drunk yet. I guess I gotta take more. And then I do it again. <laughs> I oh, I just add this beer on top of it. Blah blah blah. And uh, I never. And you get you get and all fucking... of a sudden it right rushes me and I'm yeah. just like yeah. You get crazy because you're you're funny because you're likable. So I still I still love you even when you're drunk. But you get fucking like so you start stumbling your words. You start like running around with your like arms raised up. You're like fuck out of me. You start wrestling people. It's like Corey. Uh, what are we gonna do with one you? Of my first parties. Uh... <laughs> this is a famous Corey story. I I could hear this a hundred more times. Let's I, go. I have picture proof, so I can I can validate this. <laughs> tell story. it. Tell it. I don't know if people. Uh, already... First summer that i started drinking i think i was 22 maybe 23 and uh working as a lifeguard i'd been at this pool for three or four years so i'm really good friends with everyone and uh it's when i first start drinking because i have my own car you know i can kind of do whatever i want i don't have as much like restrictions now that i'm older i'm out of the, out of the boarding academy as well and i'm not in school so we have this party for the summer and we go out to this like rural house that's huge you know this guy's a director of the county or something like that and his kid works at the pool so everyone's going over there I'm like, oh yeah all right well i gotta go to the liquor store let me buy this malibu rum and so i bring this <laughs> whole bottle of, of isn't malibu that like 40 rum. proof like it's not even it's yeah it's not that bad it's not that bad and it and nowadays i don't drink that shit anymore like i just i just don't enjoy it like that coconut is just way too overwhelming anyway so i bring this bottle and uh long story short i end up getting duct taped <laughs> my my ankles are you were so together. crazy yeah. that they had to well, i think it. i smoked outside too so we have this party and we're drinking jungle juice and i'm just like woo, going crazy <laughs> dude i got this metabolism i don't need i don't need to worry about it you're everyone, just going crazy everyone else didn't care either so yeah. it wasn't that big a deal but I, after i smoked then i was like going after my friends like just like upstairs like, like just running straight up running tackling them. Them. Yeah. yeah yeah so being ridiculous so eventually you guys was like all right we got to calm Corey down and so I wouldn't calm down. They tried to, like, put me in bed. And I just, like, kept getting out of bed and just, like, running around. I wasn't naked or anything. I wasn't, you know, being lewd or rude. Were you, do you remember this? Or are you just, like, black out? Like, I don't even remember what's going on. I don't remember, like, after smoking. <laughs> so I'm already drunk. And then I put the weed on top of it. And it's like, all right, I brown. That's what they called it. They call it brown out. Yeah. So I browned out. And uh, I kind of, like, come to as I'm duct taped. Like, all right, I've been... <laughs> This I've group been, of people partying. My hands are duct taped duct together. <laughs> like my wrists are duct taped together like like really close together. Not like uh uh what is it called? Um 
handcuffs or whatever. It's not like handcuffs where you got a little bit of movement. It's no, like it's like wrists <laughs> stuck together, and my ankles are the same way. So I and on a wall. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That would have okay. been bad. <laughs> they just like kind of left me. They like had to like three people hold me down and tape my legs and tape my hands, and they just left me up there, dude. I don't see anyone else upstairs for like thirty minutes. <laughs> after a while, I, like start to come to like guys. guys. Hello! Hello! I think I was up there for an hour or something. Finally, they unduct taped me, and I, like, all right, I've had enough. I'm going to sleep. Everyone else is winding down. So, that's my, my like, good intro story of, like, dude, who needs frat parties when you just (laughs) go to a house? And so, you're definitely not at that level now, but, like, just a couple weeks ago, we were having some drinks, and, like, I don't even know if I had any. No, I must have had a few. And you, like, were about to go to bed, and you, like, stood at your desk and you like standing up you like saluted me or something i was like okay and you just were in your boxers you like saluted i don't know what the fuck and then you like stumbled back and like fell on your desk and then you fell to the side on your you have cards (laughs) to play to play magic whatever like or organize your magic and then you you kind of get up you're like i'm like are you okay you just fucking fell pretty hard like are you like a sharp corner desk yeah right and and i look on on your back and you're just like all red you got a big scrape and just like, what the fuck? Are we I didn't do? feel it. I just went to bed. You started I slept laughing. Twelve. <laughs> wake up in the morning. I'm like, dude, what dude, happened? Oh, I'm sore. Something happened. <laughs> what do you dude, think what's happened? What's on my back, dude? Is something? Did you, what do you think happened? You you asked me like, was it carpet burn or like? Did, you... I, did I do some push up last night? Yeah. You... <laughs> did I like exercise too hard while I was drunk? Because I remember doing push ups. Like I'll, I'll do that occasionally. I just get on the ground and get your blood you pumping. You were sore because. Yeah. And I was like, no, you fucking fell. Like, you're like, how? Show me. And I'm like, I showed you how you fell. You're like, really? There's evidence of, like, stuff jarred on my desk behind it and stuff has fallen over. I was like, ooh, all right, well, we put some good force in there. And then that, that, then didn't, that thing didn't go away for, like, a week and a half or two. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you're just hilarious, dude. I mean, I, I like to drink. I get drunk. But, yeah. like, yeah. I, I just don't get like that, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I really got to work on like going forward, like get to a point and stop. You don't, you're not even out of control. Like you don't drink all the time, right? You, you and you don't even do that every time. Yeah. It's just sometimes that does happen. Like yeah. sometimes we'll go play cards and like you'll be drunk like a couple times. This happened a long time ago. This hasn't happened in a while. But like as as we're driving there, like we sometimes start drinking like because when you're playing cards, it's for hours, yeah. right? It's like starts at seven. You can go to like two three in the morning and so there was one time i don't think i started drinking but like maybe you had had a couple and then we showed up there and then we start the first couple rounds and you're crazy i mean you're getting like showing up at the counter hey guys yeah yeah and it was like oh my god and i just maybe i wasn't drinking because i had to drive i don't remember but because i remember talking with zeke or whatever and we were just like Zeke was like, dude, he's got to chill. Like he's gonna get his ass kicked out. Asking, is everyone okay? Is like, he okay? is he all right? Like, Gary's fine, he's, dude. Just I was like, him, he's good. Just let him run it out. <laughs> It'll be out of his. And you were like winning. You were. <laughs> I lost my first round because I had no idea what was going on, and then I kind of like settled into it. I won. <laughs> I was like, don't worry about him. He's okay. Yeah, but that shit's hilarious. Anyway, um, so the mark was his name yeah, he's like mark. oh someone new's coming by i don't i don't like this i don't new, like this new people no new people no, no new people new people he's like laying down and still freaking out. i was like oh this guy is be the worst to trip unbearable with. while you're like on on drugs no no 
Uh, I'd kick him out of the friend group. Dude, go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm leaving. You gotta and that's go. exactly what the girl does, right? She kind of like... She's like, I'm gonna... No, what she sees is she sees like a like an outhouse, like a place to... like Because that's her move, is to go to the no, bathroom. She lays down, right? She like We see this scene, and she kind of lays down, and this is where we get the scene of like her looking up at the tree and really good like effects. That was really good say. effects. Yeah, look up at the tree, and the tree looks like it's living. Like If you've ever done mushrooms before, LST... You kind of like look at things and you can look at the ceiling and the ceiling is moving very subtly, but it looks like it's very fluid and you'll like look at different lights or, you know, they capture that of, perfectly. Yeah. yeah. That's you exactly how it looks. And it looks like lit, like it's moving a lot more. There's no wind, I don't think, or maybe a light rustle, but everything's very alive. Like you look at bark, bark doesn't move, but in this scene, everything was kind of alive and, uh, she starts to get flashbacks. She starts freaking out a little yeah. bit. She starts like. You know, and if you ever done LSD or mushrooms and you're not in a good mental space, you have a bad trip and she's going to have a bad trip. And we see that right away. She gets flashbacks of, which was, was good for us as the viewers because we kind of knew what she was seeing, but she never, I don't think she ever saw her parents or her sister. So it was, it was weird to me to kind of like make that connection of like, oh, she's having flashbacks of her sister attached to the hose with vomit and kind of looking at her or at the camera in this scene it's like you know you, you didn't actually see that in person i i would assume so the visuals were kind of weird but it gave that effect to the viewer of like hey she's like tripping out that her sister died and is, her, is that when she looked died. she looked down at her hand and there was grass growing out of her hand yeah yeah and she looks out she's like what the fuck yeah and then she kind of like lays down to kind of like hopefully trying like, to chill out yeah yeah and then she has the flashback, and she closes her eyes, and all of a sudden she has this thing, and after that, she, like, gets up, and did then you, she sees out. Did you get that sinking feeling of, like, oh, shit? Like, because me as a viewer going, like, you've taken drugs, you're in an unfamiliar place, around people you don't know, you're meeting lots of people, and it's, like, kind of that awkward encounter of, hey, this is this, this is, what are your names? And so that's always a little bit uncomfortable, and you take drugs immediately. You've said no, and now it's kicking in. And you are flashing back exactly to the things you didn't you didn't want to think about, <clears throat> and so she kind of like I, I I got that sense of dread, and I was like oh, yeah. oh shit oh, dude, I had this is not dread going. as soon as she was like yeah I'll join and I was like oh but they God. they did real well to capture that yeah. and so she gets up and she looks at the outhouse like there's this place like uh, like a bathroom or whatever mm-hmm. but it's kind of a rickety it's an wooden. Yeah. It's definitely ours. You can but tell that, that it's small enough that it's not going to be a big room. Like, she's going over there. She gets up and walks over to a group of people. And he's kind of, this group of people is sitting in a field, kind of like a bunch of, they're dressed all in, in white. Yeah. These and are, these are, um, the Swedish. These are Pele's, like, uh. His name was Pele. Yeah. Yeah. Pele. Pele. yeah. His, this is like his community. So these people are all showing A bunch of up. hippies. He says that these, some, a few of them, as kind of like a rite of passage, have to leave the commune go into the world and kind of experience it and then they they come back or they come back for you know a certain party or whatever because i assume he's in school as well trying to finish his thesis and so he goes back for this when summer solstice and so yeah she walks over to this group and and it they capture this perfectly because you could tell what was being shown on screen may not have been what was really happening Mm -hmm. it's like your lsd nightmare your mushroom trip like and your your anxiety your anxiety kicking in she walks over and she kind of like is nervous and then they all look up at her and they're like singing songs they all stop talking they all of them look at you and there's a group of people looking at you and they start laughing they start laughing at her and she like freaks out wigs out and she like okay i gotta get away and it's kind of like from her view and it both turns or not turns around but like 
uh, veers sharply to the right. Like she's looking for the bathroom because that's yeah. her safe place where she can close the door and right. and. So she runs inside this bathroom, and she, like, sprints. She runs in, slams the door. It's completely dark. And, um, like, she looks in the mirror, and this light source comes on. And then, of course, there's a figure in the back. Yeah. And she, oh. like, turns around. I was like, oh, shit. Oh. And I, I just know what that's like. Like, Creeps. oh. It was at like that it. point I, I wrote down, bad trip horror, exclamation point. Because... I was like, this is going to be... It is in, um, in all caps, too. <laughs> Dude, I was watching it going, oh, man, that's... Yeah, that's not something... This is not going to be good. Yeah. That's... Yeah, you She's... want happy vibes when you're tripping. Like, you want to be, like, you know, out and about or interacting with fun people or, you know, just in a relaxed environment where you can just lay down on a blanket and kind of look up at the clouds. And, and the nervousness can come on, right. but you just deal with it. Like, okay, yeah, I'm just yeah. a little paranoid. Well, right. you know... It'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. But now... Looking there was... in the mirror and you see a figure behind you fuck that i'd be like dude i want out of this trip right now and, and you, like, can't. Oh, Steve, you can't you can't when you're taking mushrooms you there are locked no in no sobriety and you can't sleep either yeah. like you can't just like lay down and go to bed right, like right. you you're locked in yeah um, it's like a downside of it i would say like if you like you gotta don't uh, fuck around with them that's you gotta like uh set aside a weekend wake up in the morning trip for 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, however potent it is, yeah. or however much you took. And then the next day, or when you finally get to sleep, you're going to sleep for 20 hours. And the next day, you can't function anyway, so you need a day of recovery. So yeah, like a, you, can, you can function. I mean, obviously, you're still there, but it, it's not a hangover. But you just got that glow of just... Yeah, I'd say you're still like at a 1 or 2 out of 10. Probably 24 hours to 30 hours, 36 hours later. I'd yeah. Say. That was yeah. my experience. I'd be like still like not foggy, not hungover, like you said. But I always got that sense of like, oh, this is, I'm not, I'm not myself right now. Yeah. Yeah. You're still like recovering, whatever that is. And she like leaves that and goes into the woods and the woods get dark. She like leaves. I don't remember what that jarring effect, like, was it her seeing that reflection and she just like busts out of the, of the shanty and like runs into the woods and then it cuts. And well, there's a quick shot of like the woods and like that just horror, like fairy tale horror type of woods with them going like dark woods that are kind of going over her and and they still have the special effects going on oh the, uh, the yeah, weird visuals moving, the psychedelics yeah and i was like oh shit this is this is not yeah. good and then All she like right, here we go what runs, is she gonna find in there and then she goes black yeah and she wakes up and it's like christian's shaking her awake like hey babe like wake up <clears> or whatever and she's like did i fall asleep like is it the next day and he says it's the next day and i was like that's that's where they cut. Like that's that's where I thought I was like, all right, the rest of the rest this, of the movie is is a trip. Mm, I got to be really critical of what happens going forward. Like, uh, is this like what really happened? Are we gonna cut back to here? Like, that was kind of the reference point for me. Like, all right, she passed out, and we wake up, and it looks like the exact same. Like she just like took a nap for a, yeah. a couple minutes because yeah. in Sweden in the summer solstice, the sun doesn't really go down for but two or three days hours. are very long. Yeah, and uh, it looks like <coughs> the same time of day. So I was like, oh, she just like kind of like passed out but no she like must have knocked out or fell asleep but she had like her pack with her oddly enough like she had yeah, everyone she just kind of got up and then like they didn't talk about her anything and they just kind of went yeah, yeah. and met everybody right yeah i was like Dude, that that seems odd it seems like, odd something's, something's off here and they just like walk off and but they it, it worked within the, the movie i don't i don't think i don't think right. the, it broke down right. like it 
it transitioned it wasn't a well hole or anything in the no 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 I, I wasn't jarring and it wasn't like oh that that's not mm-hmm. that's a, it was bad continuation or right no right it's like that haziness of after post trip right. where you just okay what are we doing we're getting up we're meeting people okay yeah and then they they go to the actual commune right. itself and, and the good shot everybody. here is like it's like it shows how um how rural it is or how out of the way it is like they're just walking along this road <clears> and all of a sudden you just cut off of this road into this path like to me it was like kind of like so rural that you kind of like are that person who's at camp and if you call the ambulance or the police like they're gonna have a hard time falling finding it because this is not a very well lit or very well designated area like how are you gonna find this area and yeah this comes into effect later. yeah which is a sense of like being on an island yeah. like i'm some abandoned hyper isolated yeah yeah extremely isolated and they they do a couple um teasers or whatever that showing that their phones don't work yeah Tries to look for service and oh I don't have service I can't Google this or Google that like Very information cabin in the woods esque yeah. yeah yeah and so they like get to this place and you see the the flowers on the ground as they're walking and I thought that was interesting because on a normal path that's walked you're not gonna have that type of like yellow flowers but maybe in Sweden you do so I thought that was like indicative of like oh this is like uh, the golden road to wherever like this path that should be well worn and it's like you know nothing growing on a path like a path does in the wild sure like a deer path the vegetation doesn't grow on the path but you have flowers that that the commune people are stepping over and some of them are not the guests yeah the uh, you okay that's interesting that you caught this the guests were trampling on the flowers right. and the happiness a little bit right but yeah the and the, the rest <laughs> of the commune was like carefully choosing where they were stepping in order to like not damage as much as they could and i'm not I saw the commune people doing that. I'm not sure if the guests were purposely stepping on it or just not yeah. paying attention or everyone was doing it. But I did notice a few people like Danny and, and Christian, I think, were just not. Mark certainly did not give a, a rat's ass. No, about Mark is like walking through the field all like uncomfortable, like swatting like flies yeah, and he, stuff. He just like, doesn't. Are there bugs here? It's uh, like, yeah, actually, we have like a huge problem. Like people got syphilis or some diseases from ticks and stuff like that. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just complaining. <laughs> and it, 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 it's kind of that. Um, like I actually got this too where I love nature and I love taking hikes and I was in Virginia a couple weeks ago and the falls coming down it's perfect but we went on this one trail that was like very like was abandoned like middle of nowhere no one's around we're the only person parked there and I got this sense of like I mean there could be snakes and it's Appalachian Trail like there could be snakes there could be like I don't know what's going on and I'm trying to enjoy nature but I got this like part of my brain where I'm just like what the fuck could that could happen because there's ticks there's you know like (laughs) I'm I'm watching every you know, there's hornet's snake, nest. Just stay still. Yeah. Same with a bear. Just stay still. No, there's different things you gotta do with bears. Some of them bears say just turn around and run. No, no, that's the wrong thing. No, no, that is that is the wrong thing to do with I think it's brown bears in the Appalachian Trail because then they chase. Grizzlies. Whereas what? Is that brown bear? Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Grizzlies are brown. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying is I don't I don't think. There's brown bears, there's grizzly bears, there's two separate things. Okay, and black I don't, bears. Yeah, and black bears, yeah. Uh, but the bears in the Appalachian Trail, you're supposed to, like, some. sometimes you're supposed to, like, put your jacket up and Make walk away, big. or walk towards them and shout. Yeah. And then other ones, you gotta, like, just back away slowly and just don't engage. I'm not a threat, I'm not free yeah. either, just go about your business. The other ones, you just beeline it. You're yeah. not supposed to run downhill. Don't ever listen to what we just said and like take this. Yeah, go look it up yourself. Go look it up your fucking self. 
check your own survival guides for authenticated uh, advice. Corey does not have a PhD in I do wilderness not survival at all. Most wilderness survival he has is playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Whoa, that's good wilderness survival. Yeah, those robots are deadly. Uh, the movie really takes its time to develop. Um, it's eerie, it's happy, but it's definitely off. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get the sense of like these people are like you, you. The first thing you see into the commune is like they walk up with these glasses. They're these all like, smiles. weird fucking strawberry strings, and they give it to you. Like Mark's like, am I supposed to eat this shit, yeah. or am I supposed to hang it on my ear or on my clothes? Like, there's all sorts of like little symbolism stuff that I'm sure that I didn't. I picked up on like fifteen, twenty percent of it, and the rest was lost to me because I don't, you know, have that PhD in history <laughs> <laughs> or in pagan practices or whatever. Yeah, whatever was being referenced. A lot of pagan shit. A lot I, of... I I would definitely be curious to like go back and be like all right you know let's pause here pause here pause here pause here pause what does here. this like, mean what, what does this mean are these, yeah. yeah how much can i like kind of try to kind of decipher and try to figure out the movie the movie shows you a lot of stuff and then they don't explain it and it either comes up later or what they showed you you could have pieced together for what happens later because the whole movie is a setup for a ritual at the end and that ritual is to um, well, it's it's a it's sacrifice a the newcomers. Festival. It's like ten days or something, right? Like yeah. So they have a lot of solstice. they're a like, lot hey, of... the next ten days we're gonna have activities. You guys are welcome to participate in all of them. You get to watch it. And what's his name? Walter, I think his name is the black, the one black character in the movie. Yeah. Which is funny because all there no colored people. No. No. Everybody's no white, Hispanics, Swedish, no Japanese, no, no Asians. Yep. Just a bunch of white blonde people, yeah. and then you got nice one, eerie William Jackson Harper who plays Josh, and the rest of the characters are hundred percent. Oh, I guess you have the Indian girl, Connie, and yeah. her boyfriend. Yeah, and they're from uh, England. And they were the the Swedish Pele had a brother. The brother also bought, brought two right. uh, and friends. A few, a few of like their peers, Pele's peers, who he's probably what like. 20s early 20s yeah just finishing school or maybe his, his his thesis for his master's or whatever late 20s maybe yeah and so i feel like his peers or people around his same age have all done the same as he has like hey i've brought friends i brought people in and you find out later like oh why why you know they're bringing them for a reason yeah, yeah. and it's like our, lambs to the, the american characters were the only ones that wore stuff like uh regular clothes like right. the, with colors Everyone else in the commune was dressed in white with some symbols and... Yeah, and like super pagan, like, I got a symbol on my chest and I have things that are symbolizing whatever kind of person I am, whether I'm an elder or a younger person or a child and, you know, very... Uh, what he, Paley says they all design their clothes themselves or something like that. Okay, so, I, I didn't pick up on that. Like tactiles and stuff like that. It's a self... Uh, self ser- self uh oh um like self serving like su- subsisting like they they all make with everything within right. the community yeah yeah i've been in a couple of those actually like in real life okay yeah um there was this one group in peru but it was like not peruvians peruvians okay. are like descended from people from spain and mm-hmm. um uh portugal and stuff like that those those make up the majority of peruvians about aboriginals then I'm talking about Kinda aboriginals, like, yeah. Like aboriginals uh, are Australian, so maybe it's something else. It, whatever the Locals. local population was, for, natives. They were um, not Incans, but they were like what we have Native Americans in, in America. Mayans. It was like something like that. Aztec is Bolivia. Mayans are Mexican. I, I don't know. What Incans. It, it's I, Incans. It might have been Incans. Yeah, because they have Inca cola. Inca cola, yeah, yeah maybe. Had, I've, yeah, I've had yeah, Inca cola. Inca, Inca, Inca cola tastes like bubble gum. It it's pretty good. I had a lot of Inca cola in Peru. It's yeah, and I don't like bubble gum. Like I won't buy like bubble gum flavored 
But you'll I'll have them. But I'll drink Inca Cola. Yeah. Well, yeah. it goes well with Peruvian food, and I I dig. Peruvian Dude, food. I you work at the Peruvian restaurant. Maybe it after was this podcast. We go get some Peruvian food. It's like Maybe. there's none Dude, close. There's nothing good close either. The one, yeah. the closest one is not good. Yeah, we have to go to like I Drive or something, right? Um, I went to like on the coast. Uh, in in where was it? It wasn't. No, it was like on the coast, like not New Smyrna Beach, but like something like that. Okay. And there was another place in Celebration that was really good. Gotcha. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Inca Gold's good. It's bubble gum and backwards. Well, backwards. so no, no, I, I I went to like this. It was kind of cool in Peru. We went to like this, oh, yeah. um, like they they make islands. They're floating islands. Yeah. And they Maya Pichu. No, they have they From make Machu Picchu, the highest lake. It wasn't that. They're making islands. Let the me islands tell you. Around Machu Picchu. I I don't think this was Machu Picchu. This was somewhere in Peru, out like an hour and a half outside the city. Um, I don't remember which city. And they take these reeds and they put them together and they make floating islands with and houses on them. They like with houses on them. Yeah. And they showed us how they did it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. And the fact um, check me. No, I'm not going to. You're right. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Okay. All um, zero of our viewers. Yeah, and so they, they were, um, like, indigenous uh, culture. Right. So, but anyway, so the, the Swedish part, that was kind of interesting that they were all kind of happy. and it, you, you kept You kept expecting them to be, like, okay, someone's going to be mean or rude or they're going to be, like, creepy. Or no, they played it pretty straight. Like well, something they know, was still they know what's off. going on, right? Like all all of these people in this commune know that the previous times that we've done this celebration or whatever, there's sacrifices. Everyone gets to live except two people who volunteer, which we find out at the end, and everyone else almost who shows up is probably gonna die. So they're like, Yeah, we're gonna do whatever we need to do to keep up appearances. But they don't they don't give that away. Right. You know? Like it's not like you you and I could have been. You're not like that. smiling at a guy like, Ooh, uh, you were gonna look you're gonna taste good real good for dinner no. you're nice and chubby or whatever. None of that. They play it straight. They yeah. play it straight. They're very welcoming and you and even because the reason I say that is the Americans are like off standing, they're like off putting, like, oh sorry, they're trying to be polite. And the Swedish are just still nice and, and everything. So they didn't break the uh we're just friendly. They they yeah. looked exactly like they were just as friendly right. as they were they were putting off. That's exactly what Pele told his friends. Is like, hey, this is a great commune. We're all very close knit. This is my brother. This is my sister. We were born on the same day. Or blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird too. Like if you go back and think about like, it wasn't his sister. He just called it his sister. Yeah, but they were born on the same day, so they call each other sister. But how are two babies born in this commune on the same day? Like that's also something that was like it's a mystery. Yeah, yeah. Because the the elders die and that's because one of them is pregnant or that's just how they timed it out like we have this baby and then we kill the elder the elders sacrifice their life in order for the rest of the community to be able to thrive but you only have one baby or even in the even when christian has sex with the whatever her girl oh and yeah so there's that's, only that's one person pregnant like so it's weird that they're not twins. They're not related. But oh, born yeah. On the same day. So it was kind of like I didn't oh, think about it. Think. Do you think they have like a, a set population and they when they bring people in? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because he said that they sometimes bring in outsiders in order to keep the incest from being a problem. But at the same time, they also do it on purpose so that they can have their. Um, uh, I keep thinking of three hundred. What's it? You know the the guy that betrays them. 
I don't remember his name. Oh, I I don't remember. But he looks the same. It's kind of like he's really messed up. He's man, oh he's the handicap. They have a Oracle. shot. They have a shot of um, an not incest. It's like a. When, oh, like, what's it called? That messed up person with a grotesque face. Like the medical term for it. Yeah. Autism. I don't know. I guess aut- most autistic people look normal. Yeah. They don't act normal, obviously, but they look normal. Whereas this guy had, like, grotesque disfiguration on his face. Like, his lips are ten times the normal size. And really ugly. That was jarring like, when they yeah, showed that. Very grotesque face. Yeah. So there's a medical term for that? Yeah. Interesting. Um, We're not smart enough. We're not smart. I just don't remember. It's called Jolie right now. Jolie! What's it called? <laughs> What's it called? That movie you, you know with us. <laughs> brothers and sisters and cousins all bang each other a lot? And the bit... <laughs> What's that called? Sure, you're super familiar with that in Florida. <laughs> just kidding. We love Florida. We love Florida. We're just not from here. Yeah. Let me make that very clear. But no, I don't think anyone from Florida is from Florida. A couple people are. Most people come here. This is actually my like state because it's like Spanish. Yeah, dude. Non-Spanish. There you go. Most of them, I'm related to most of these. You people. know, Jolie's a fourth Taino, which what is does the that mean? Taino means the uh, indigenous people in Puerto Rico. They're much darker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why she doesn't tan. She does tan. She doesn't have to. This she doesn't have to. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Anyway, so we get into this commune, and all of a sudden, now we start getting the images. Like, he's taking them on a tour, and you kind of see, like, how the outhouse works, and these kids are, like, running by, and it's, like, kind of, like, very, uh... It's like a paradise. sinister, almost. Like, yeah. no, like, I didn't get it, like, oh, this is normal, like... These kids, all of these groups of their their whole youthful population of children, what and there's like different age ranges that Bailey breaks down, right? It's like one to sixteen, and then sixteen to like thirty two. It's like no, it's like one to twenty two, twenty two to thirty six, thirty six to seventy two, thirty six to uh fifty, fifty to seventy two, okay. roughly. Okay. Yeah, and you had the kids have innocent free will, then you have work. Or, uh, no, it's education. No, it's like exploring the world. Oh, exploring the world. And because uh, I thought that was funny, because okay. they don't start working until thirties. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you fucking Europeans, <laughs> you don't start work until you're in your thirties. Yeah. <laughs> and then after, then you're in the work. Then you're in the workforce. So you're like responsible for like keeping up this self-sufficient. That's the word. Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. I feel like I said that. You didn't. I feel like you I said did. Sustaining. Same thing. No. Um, the verbiage is Whatever. very important here. I like. Whatever. I pride myself on my vocabulary. Dude, I'm about to. I'm about so to say. Shitty. Let's let's pause this. Go get a drink and then come back. Get a drink. Yeah. Like what? Like a little thing of vodka or something. Oh. Uh, I actually have to get a haircut. Oh. Okay. At what time? Six thirty. Yeah. Twenty minutes. All right. We'll go for another twenty minutes and then we'll okay. come back and. Sure. Yeah. Get a drink. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then you see. Uh, back to the movie. You see them taking a tour around, and you see more and more of, like, the different things. And there was a lot going on, so I, co- I wasn't able to, like, focus on one no. thing or make it something no. apparent. But what I do remember is them looking at the tapestry. Yeah. And uh, so the information that I got previously from friends about the movie 
and seeing that tapestry, I was like, oh shit, here we go. I see it. I see it coming on. I kind of like turn around and look to you and you're like engrossed in what was happening. I was like, oh, you just, this poor guy's none aware of what's about no, to happen. No, I had no idea what was going to happen. And you see like this picture, like the most jarring one for me is like this picture of like a vagina, a hairy vagina. Yeah. And there's a knife cutting the hairs. So I was like, oh, I remember this shit. It's a, it's a lady I who likes, likes the guy or like some of the tapestry was like six panels. It was like and, eight. It was like eight, okay, whatever. It was like eight panels, and she cuts off her pubic hair and puts it into, like, food, and then period blood into the drink, and then serves it to a, a guy, and the guy drinks and eats it, and then falls in love with her, and then they get pregnant. Or I, did, it Was the very last one, did it end there, or did she kill I thought, him? Uh, the last one I thought was just, like, them together. Like, they're falling in love. I don't remember yeah, that's if it okay. was, like, a death or her above it or whatever. I don't but remember, but... I, literally, you could break down the whole movie and just, like, boop, 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 boop. Yep. All right. And so this young girl yeah. who, uh, she, you know, they never set her age or anything, but it's implied that she's, like, pretty young. Yeah. Um, Pubescent. Not pre post. I didn't say pre. Oh, okay. Pubescent. Yeah. She's young. She's an adolescent. And be best. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Ragnar. she puts she she puts her eyes on the boyfriend, Christian. Yeah. And he doesn't have anything to do She like they're dancing around and she like kicks him, right? Yeah. Like, there's there's certain things that happen throughout the movie that you can tell that he's looking at her. They'll make eye contact. Oh, that's or... true. He he kind of was into her a little bit, or not into her, but he was like he was aware that she was like macking infatuated on him. by him. Yeah, and she leaves a stone underneath his bed. Yeah, it's like super creepy. Like, oh shit, is she like cursing him? It's like no, it's actually a love potion. Like, oh, it's okay then. This Insta girl just wants this guy to fuck her. <laughs> yeah, it's and like, they kind of actually. Act... They kind of act like it's no big deal. Yeah. Like even the Swedish people act yeah. like, but it. <laughs> dude, Pele does such a good job of like maintaining, like, yeah. dude. Yeah, you guys are just here for fun. Don't worry about this. And then they get to the parent, the, the elders, like at the clip. You're that like, was a oh, huge scene. Fuck. And these people are super important. Like you see them walk out of the forbidden house. They walk up real slowly. Everyone's still standing, waiting to eat, and they sit down and they have to wait for permission and blah blah blah. And it was like mirrored later on by by. Um, by Danny at her dinner you know they wait for her they wait for these guys and it's like a man and a woman who are probably in their 70s, 70s they were 72 is the implied like, age yeah. yeah 72 is when oh yeah and this is where Pele like goes into the house and shows them their like living accommodations and you see even more imagery in the walls of just like like I don't understand how these visitors didn't go up and look at these walls and be like, oh, well, oh, you know, why is someone dying here? Why do we have a vagina and cut blood here? Why do we have, yeah, like... what's going on? This cursed look fucking, like, glyphs, and the black guy is, like, doing his thesis and all this stuff, and yeah. he can read one of the random sides, but he can't fucking look at the pictures on this wall in your living quarters no, and understand I think he, that something I think he, crazy is about to happen? I think he took pictures or something when he first came in. He was looking at the wall. I'm pretty sure... I don't think he was taking pictures, because he had to ask to take pictures... Of some of the stuff. Oh, no, yeah. no. I guess he asked to take pictures of the opening ceremony, and Pele told him very, you know, do it discreetly. So he was taking, you know, snapping a few photos, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was just so engrossed in the fact that, you know, and that's what, what normally you can normally assume about someone who's trying to do a thesis on a subject is they're going to kind of get lost in the fact of of their study. Like, yeah. you're not going to pay attention sometimes to, like, take things into context. You're just so engrossed in trying to figure out what you want to write about and getting all the information on the paper and, you know, you know, document, document, document. 
and then you don't take a step back and be like, actually, Wait, what's we going can't on here? leave here, yeah. we can't get out, my friends are disappearing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so they get into this house, and, like, you kind of get the first time of, like, there's been 30 or 40 previous Midsummer celebrations, and each of them has been the May Queen? Is that yeah. what it is? M-A-Y? May Queen? Yeah, I think it's the May Queen. Okay. Yeah, and you see these pictures, and you know that's foreshadowing as well. And they have too. they have uh, images of all the girls in sundresses uh, and with, the with a, a crown, crown of flowers, of flowers, yeah, dancing around a, a big like summer like pole. It's almost like a cross, but it's right. not quite. So and, it is a cross decorated in flowers, right? Sure. Yeah, it's a cross figure. But was there something at the top that kept it from being just like straight up Jesus? Yeah, there was some circles like. Oh yeah, two okay. circles. I don't know what it means. Okay. Just some symbology. Some more, yeah, some more symbology that was lost on a probably a vast majority of yeah. all viewers. Like unless you're again, like me, a PhD, a PhD and... in Swedish culture and <laughs> history, and you knew everything. <laughs> yeah, and so they they have this succession of like odd encounters. The movie takes its time. Yeah, I mean it just does not rush through anything. Nope. But I appreciated it. Really good shots. Nothing creepy without being visually creepy the most jarring point was when they showed the little bastard kid with the, all the when was the up. first time we saw him when he was reading it was pretty we early on the books or was, when he just like happened to be like somewhere and he just like looking at the new yeah. guys coming in and you just get to see it again and he's and he's drawing something oh and yeah he's painting something painting and yeah, yeah and turns out that and that's like a profit to his face and you're like oh yeah who the fuck is that yeah very hereditary-esque yeah. Right. with the ugly girl right. and the yeah um, and Deformed. then they, the, the most shocking scene where it's like, holy shit, this movie's going to get really intense from here on out was when they had the old people, yeah, the so ceremony, the old people again, coming to the dinner and the dinner, you know, everyone's respectful of them and they're like trying to sit down. Everyone waits for them to eat or even, and they sit down and no one moves. No one's moving. It's real quiet. There's no yep. music. It's very just focused on them. And you kind of take panoramic shots of what's going on around the people and no one moves an inch. And the visitors all, all this kinda, is where this is where all the extras just straight face. Yeah, everyone's playing it cool. Yeah. Except for the Americans are kind of like. And you got all age ranges. You got the kids. Yeah. You got the adults. You got the you know travelers that have come back. And you got the visitors. And the visitors are kind of like. Um, like Mark like, grabs for his drink yeah, and starts he drinking. Takes the and drink it's like and poking just at disrespectful. His food and blah blah blah. And he's like, "This tastes like shit. Is this what they're supposed to eat here?" Blah blah. blah. And these elders are like, finally sit down, and they kind of look at each other, and it's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then they grab their things, and all right, everyone can eat. And then we go to the it, ceremony, then it transcri- and which was an awesome set yeah. uh, on a cliffside, and everyone's standing yeah. below looking. I wonder up. if that was shot in Sweden because I didn't recognize the terrain very much, like barren. I didn't think it was. C- I, didn't, I don't think it was green screen or CGI no, or anything. No, no. It looked like no, no, a real no. yeah. uh, location, right? And yeah, I mean the, the location was very well lit. Yeah. I mean, it, I was middle of the day, but it was odd to me that it was like cliff with no like greenery. It was yeah. almost like a dead. It's like a rock quarry. Yeah. It just didn't have any anything growing or anything like green around. Maybe there was a tree in the background or whatever. And so you have this real slow. And as soon as I saw the cliff, I was like, I know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, and the buildup was crazy. All looking up at this cliff and there's no one up there. You're like, no one's reacting. What the fuck is going on? The guests are like, uh, or the visitors are like, what are we, why are we here? Blah, blah, blah. And I knew it was coming. Yeah, I didn't know that this happened, but I was able to like put the pieces together. Like, I, oh. I didn't know until, until the old lady jumped off like and fell and just her head dashed Face. she like she was like doing a 10 meter dive right yeah like we would i would have given her a 10 out of 10 for <laughs> for technique like 
You didn't move. Your your arms were outstretched like Jesus, and you just went down and fell head first into this five by five ro- diameter rock yeah. at the brown and boom, dude! I love that they showed her her face, like her head. Like, it was like it was like cut from from the audience standing back a hundred meters or so from the cliff, and you see her falling down, and all of a sudden it cuts to Close ten up. feet away yeah. from this rock, yeah. and she smacks. Boosh. Yeah. Like a pumpkin, like a smashed pumpkin with yeah. a bat. Like, yeah. Oh, Ooh. It's very... That's, and, that's the scene where I would like to be in the theater. Like, that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the reaction from the yeah. crowd. Goo! Oh, it's, no, it'd be like screams like, ah! All the girls like, no, I don't want to see that, no! Yeah. <laughs> and the guys are all laughing at the girls' reaction. They're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the, the old guy does it and he goes feet first, which no, is no, the dumbest way. All the, all the people f- like freak out. Yeah. Everyone like the guests, or the, the two British people who we didn't really like. Introduce, oh, they really freak out. Like the guys are like, what the fuck? And Danny's in a daze because Danny yeah. is having flashbacks of like, oh, these older people and they, and this Were, woman just Was everyone tripping at that point or no? I don't like, think so. It's, I don't they think kept they drinking small little liquid throughout the... And so you actually don't know whether people are tripping we or how they're We never find level. out what's in those little shots, right? It doesn't seem like alcohol, but it, it, it might like, have been. And it's like a mini little like glass yeah. wine wine glass. Yeah. And the top part that has, I don't know how to describe. Like, like a little mini take goblet. A wine, take a wine glass and shrink it down to like a shot glass size. Sure. And it was filled with like a clear liquid. I was like, and they were down in vodka? those. Yeah. With the meal, they were down on them. Yeah, and stuff because like they that. had drinks, and then they had these things as well. And it's kind of like a, a toast type thing. It's like yeah. it would have been champagne if this was a normal, yeah, movie or whatever. Yeah, so they so weren't I'm actually sure. tripping were at tripping. that point. I don't think so. No, but, but it went it went blurry. Like audio kind of went like um like a flash flashbang. After a flashbang in a movie, you, you have that ringing ear ringing thing, and that's what Dan like. It focused on Danny, and she was having this ear ringing thing, and you hear these British people. With this muffled ear ringing sound, they're trying to be like, "What the fuck? Why isn't call the ambulance? Call this? Why did she just yeah. jump?" And they're freaking out and they're trying to calm her down. And then the new leader, I guess, tries to explain like, "Oh no, this is this is where we learn like a little bit of the background information. Like then, this yeah. is normal." Yeah, and then it cuts to the and then everyone's like, "I guess this is normal." Everyone's like freaking out. Danny's like in a daze. She looks like she's just got hit by a truck and or. I shouldn't say that because we're literally describing someone smashing. I mean, a she, rock. she's she's shocked, and she's, that's yeah. She shocked. she kind of goes inward, right? And, and she's shocked. She can't. She she looks like she's like you know about to faint or pass out or white out, yeah. and uh, brown out. Hey, <laughs> shut the fuck up! Let's never talk about that again. Anyway, yeah. And then the the, the grandpa, <laughs> we'll call him Grand. grandpa. Grandpa decides to jump off, and he jumps off feet first. Dumbest way to play. It's <laughs> on purpose. Was it on purpose? It was on purpose. Okay, because so you why? see the guy in the hammer with the hammer in the crowd. The the hammer was was um teased or whatever beforehand. Yeah, you saw it. I knew what was gonna happen. I, I knew know. those people were gonna jump, and I knew that they were gonna finish him off, and I knew it was gonna be symbolic. Why did you know that? I didn't. know I just that. put it together. Okay, that was just like where my mind went. It was like, oh, I know people are gonna jump off these people because he had told. He, I had a feeling they were going to jump off. But Pele took them into the house where they lived, and he's like, here's where you're going to sleep. And and Walter was asking questions about, you know, your guys' process, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, here's our age. This is a range that we described earlier. And at yeah. 72, he does this, yeah, like, head cut off yeah. thing. And it's and, a joke at the time, but then later yeah. on. And Denny's like, oh, oh, 
oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as, as soon as I saw the elders walking in, I knew it was going to happen. Okay. So they go up to the cliff, and I was like, for sure, these people are going to jump. And then I see the hammer, and I was like, for sure. But why did the old guy jump off, off feet first? It has something to do with the, the pagan ritual that we just is lost. So he, he jumps off, and then his leg, they, sh- they have a shot. It has to be for suffering. Because after they, they he falls on the ground, doesn't the crowd, all the crowd, all the commune people go into, like, this painful, like... That's true, yeah. Re, like reaction like in, they internalize like what grandpa's falling down on his legs and the pain that he's in because he's screaming like he's his and they show that too they show they, his legs they show in, like, man 20. they they show his face and he's his eyes are kind of like bloodshot and he's like yeah. in pain and, and that's probably like and then they, medical they should ask julie about that like if someone has jumps off and has of, trauma like what what does it pops in their the blood into their like brain and what's just, happening yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, that's high impact right right um and his leg is like Oh, well, that, they go they go angles. from his from his face all the way down and they just don't let up nope. i mean they just show uh, his bones and check out our special effects guys Dude, <laughs> i was really i was good. i don't cringe a lot of stuff i was cringing i was like <laughs> ooh. ooh. and i don't do well with that stuff like i didn't i didn't like hospitals i passed out i don't think i've told this story but i passed out in um in uh james bond was it blood or royale Casino, Casino Royale. Royale when they were hitting him in the nuts. Hitting him in the nuts when they're hitting him in the nuts. You passed I out. I passed out in the theater. Granted, this was also July fourth in DC. We'd been walking around for four hours. I was dehydrated, going to a theater. No seats available in the theater on July fourth when this movie released. Yeah. And all of my family's with me, but we're not seated together. So I'm seated with strangers and I'm watching this guy get smacked in the cojones. Yeah, that was a bad repeatedly. scene. Yeah. I passed out. I woke up on the on the shoulder of the guy next to me ten seconds later. And so I had to like get up and go like wash my face during this movie. Anyway, so <laughs> I don't crazy. I don't do well with that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um so oddly enough this didn't make me that queasy cuz I, you know. Oh, d- yeah, it, my it, mind's in a space where like dude, I know this is not real, blah blah. And then blah. they a, a group comes over and they yeah. They finish the job. They smash it. him right in the head the and they leader, show it. They leave the group. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's it's like smashing pumpkins, dude. That was like, literally like the south where they yeah. launching pumpkins with a fucking thing and <laughs> yeah. And, and they do it like four times like yeah. to make sure like yo let's make sure this guy's not suffering or whatever and yeah everyone's just like in shock all the visitors are in shock like what the fuck is going on and blah 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 and then they walk back they just casually walk all right that was the end of the ceremony all right we're gonna ha- go have fun we're gonna do something else tomorrow all right guys. yeah yeah and the visitors all like what the fuck just happened and and uh i think i lose track mostly of what happens after that yeah anyway, what we gotta we'll take a pause we gotta take right. a short break, um, and we're gonna cut this anyway, so I can say "fuck you" and your mother. Okay, Corey, tell him tell him how you really feel. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Um, Welcome back to part two. Psych. Uh, what do we leave leave off? Like the people jumping off the cliff. Yeah. Um, and then you're walking back, and uh, Mark goes off to do his own thing. He's like, I don't know what I just saw, and and. Um, Oh, what's her name? Danny. Danny. Danny and Christian, they're like, she's like tripped out about it. Like, and Christian's over here like, uh, yeah, it was traumatic, but I'm trying to have an open mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's pretty insensitive, dude, to like tell your girlfriend that post her losing her parents. And then she just sees like two more people die. Jump off. Yeah. Yeah. Like very... a mom and a dad, like, and everyone's just like, oh, cool. And okay with it. And she's like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, how is no one like else? She's still, like, in a daze almost at, at that point, too. Um, I think the next, like, 
couple of scenes are just dealt with like people interacting and well it's like at this point that the couple from london start to like they disappear mm-hmm. and nobody knows where they went or like weird stuff starts happening yeah. the guy they leaves try to, they try to leave and then he like does he, who does he go to he's like yeah we, we're just trying to get out of here i'm trying to get a truck and he's packing his stuff and then all of a sudden like two or three minutes later she's going to get her stuff too and one of the elders comes up and he tells her like hey he left with someone in a truck and she's like he he's would not do that station. yeah and we're all like uh no that would not happen either like they're engaged they're like stuck together so like people glue. are missing but they aren't our main group that we're following right. and so weird right. stuff's happening but it's not it's our the first visitor that we know of that has left and that we don't see again yeah yeah and then um and then at some point mark like drinks and he's like i'm gonna go take a piss and he takes a piss on the ancient tree that has the ash of all their uh past 72 year olds ashes because they cremate all their bodies so the the two people that jumped off the cliff cremated they take those ashes and they have a ceremony where they're spreading on the tree like, and he takes a piss on the tree it's kind of a cycle of life <laughs> yeah. thing for them it's like ashes into the tree that the tree is dead blah 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 and he's like goes over to take a piss and he's pissing on the tree and one of the they uh, get pissed at him no one guy does he's yeah. like why the fuck are you pissing on my ancestors and of course there's this is in swedish yeah is that what it's called swedish yeah someone uh, one of the visitors said swedish and i was like not sure you call that language swedish but it is there's like different I'm pretty sure it is. Denmark, their language is called Danish, right? Something like that. And I was like, uh-oh, I hope he, uh, I hope he's not, like, being ignorant about that part of, like, uh, you don't know what their, their yeah. language is called. But yeah. maybe Walter never corrected them either. Yeah. And Walter's trying to get his thesis, so he's trying to be, like, they going fight. to the elders. No, it's not Walter, it's, it's Josh. Josh is the black guy? Yes. So Josh is the black guy, he's trying to do his thesis on this whole thing, so he's trying to get as much information as he can. And then Christian decides, like, after he sees this death, he's like, I'm going to decide, I'm going to base my thesis on this, too. And they have their clash of, like, dude, really? Like, I've been spending three years on this, and you're just going to jump onto this because you think it's, like, interesting? Like, what kind of friend are you? And they fall, and they have a falling out because they then don't talk to each other. And then Danny anymore. keeps asking Josh for sleeping pills. Yeah. And she takes those pills, and then, like, weird stuff starts happening. Yeah, she has a bad trip one night, too, right? Where she, like, wakes up and everyone's gone. Or all of her friends are leaving. And she's, so she has, like, this panic attack. I don't remember what happens after that. Like, when did, I she, think that was like a, did she wake up? That was, like, because um, then they have flashbacks of her parents. Yeah. And I think that was all made up. That was just in her dreams. That was in her yeah. dreams. Oh, no, no, no. Of course. Like, I don't know if they ever think, left yeah. and, like, came back and, like, oh, we re- we're just leaving you behind. Yeah. Um, And then Mark eventually goes missing. And then Christian gets, like, at some point they have a meal and his drink is a little bit more red yeah. than the Did rest of the drinks. That? Oh, no yeah. No one else noticed that. I was like, how does no one else see that his drink is different color than everyone else? And he's, like, sipping on it, blah, blah, blah. And this is after the young girl left the little stone totem the or Love rock or yeah, whatever. Yeah, under his bed. And, of course, Josh sees it and he takes it out and he shows it to Pepe and Pepe. Pele. Like, Pele. Pele. Pele is like... Oh, that's just a that's just a, a, a yeah. love totem or whatever. Yeah. He just like brushes off. Oh, no big deal. It's no big deal. Yeah. But like in reality, right. that means she's gonna start put, casting a spell yeah. on him. Right, and a legit spell. It's not just yeah. like oh, I hope this guy likes me or whatever. Leave yeah. it up to the spirits. It's like nope. In this world, that shit's real <laughs> and scary. Yeah, um, and then 
Josh, his he goes missing because he breaks in in the middle of the night to the temple, takes pictures on his phone. Yeah, of, he asked the elder, "Can I take pictures?" And the elder like, of the book, the book. He's like, "Fuck no, you can't do that. Like you're not allowed to do any of that." And so he like wakes up in the night and he's like gonna sneak in there. And uh, I thought it was interesting that the the kid or the the oracle who's a product of incest is sleeping behind him and he never sees him. Yeah, it's like, creepy vibes. And all he does is see a reflection in the mirror of someone, and it's the guy who's mad at his friend for peeing and yeah. distracts him. He turns around and he gets killed. Yeah, from from behind, he gets hammered in the back, and uh, and there's blood yeah. on the on the on the floor, and right. they drag it across, and right. yeah, pulls him out. Yeah, and they wake up in the morning, and they're like, "Hey, something's missing. Where are your friends?" And they take it so easy. They're like, "Oh, just return it yeah. if if you could." Right. Well, it'll be unguarded because it's not actually missing. They know exactly what happened, and they're just trying to get this like uh, division between the group. And Christian instantly is like, "Nope, we're not. It's not us. It's not us. Friends with him. Like we have nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's like totally. That's a bitch move. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I like Christian even less. I thought his ending was uh, well deserved. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and then we're we're sort of going through the. I mean, a lot of stuff happens. We spent a lot of the time in the beginning. And then when they first entered, and the rest of the stuff, then the movie just kind of develops for many hours. It goes at a good pace after that. Like after stuff the starts is, ramping yeah, up, yeah, starts people going, go missing. Yeah, people, yeah. you know, um, and then Mark goes missing. He like a, a lady, a, 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 a lady that, comes over. A girl has been eyeing him or whatever, and he thinks he's gonna like get some. And she's like, "Hey, follow me." And follow so he, me, like, and we, he's her, dead. We don't yeah, see him he's. <laughs> Your friend is missing, and your other friend last night disappeared. Blah yeah. blah. Where have they gone? Shit's getting and, weird. Yeah, and Christian's like, I don't know them. Like, I'm not associated with them. Joe's trying to do his, not Joe. Um, Mark. Yeah, the Mark. Guy. The black guy is Josh. Josh. So yeah. Josh is like, I looked this up in between. Thing. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And he's trying to like get his thing, and he disappears, and <laughs> Christian's like, disowns him almost. Yeah, um, and then. After Is it that, almost like a Peter thing, like, like Peter and Christ, like the crow cried three times. Was it Peter? Or was it um, denying three times in that scene? Was is that is that Peter? No, yeah. it wasn't Peter. It was um. It's Peter. No, it was not Joshua. Not it, uh, the guy that betrayed Judas. Judas. Yeah, it's almost like a Judas thing, right? No, no, like a Peter thing. But oh. Jesus tells Peter, like, you're gonna deny me three times. Before the sun wait or before the rooster oh, crows. Oh, interesting, interesting. I didn't does think about Christian that. Christian deny being friends with Josh three times before you know in that instance where the elders confront them or whatever. Maybe, I didn't even pick up on that. And then this is the point where after that he's like, "No, it's fine. Oh, okay, well we'll turn it in." And then they like separate them. Yeah, yeah. So Christian goes his own way, and Danny goes her to like the women thing. Yeah. Well, and and some point we're getting some of the details wrong. Drink your drink your vodka. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, at some point, like their friends go missing, and um, it Christian they, they give him some like psychedelics or whatever, like something to drink, and he's like, I don't want to, and it's like, no, 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 it's okay, just have this, and so he does it like, almost like against his will, like almost like Danny in the beginning where she didn't want to do it, and then eventually she drinks it and she does do it, and he has a horrible trip when. The Isn't ceremony after starts. He already has the meeting with the the woman elder, and he goes into the house with all the hieroglyphics on the walls. Was I don't think so. I think he was tripping during that time. No, 
No. He's not anything. And then he comes out of that meeting and he goes to the dinner. And dinner is where okay. he finds out that Danny's like doing her dance. And they're doing the dance of her trying to be the last one. So they give her drugs before that. And then she starts dancing. And then they yeah, start. Yeah. They have so her, all the maidens. processes of going through all the maidens. And they're all drinking this. She asks, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's just water with a few added spirits. It's and definitely. Like, you're getting fucked up. Yeah, you're getting fucked up. <laughs> like. And she starts like same thing. She looks down at her feet, and they start growing like yeah. like um, she's standing still. Grass yeah, starts yeah, yeah. starts growing out she of her. She becomes like one with the earth or whatever. It's kind of like rude. She's right? tripping hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she starts laughing and getting all giddy. And we notice a, a definite change from the first time she took drugs, where to this time where she's like in it and yeah. she's more connected she's and more speaking Swedish. Yeah, she and... starts dancing with all these other girls, and they dance around the cross yeah. thing. Speaking in tongues, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, maybe. So much like biblical. Sure, there's yeah. a lot of that. Uh, and what is that called? Symbolic? No. Uh, mirroring. It's a synonym to mirroring. I don't remember the word that I want here. Yeah, it's um, like referencing right. and yeah, it's right. a lot of biblical references yeah, yeah. and. Or as far as we are, but maybe pagan that's just or like pagan that biblical has its bases on too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is like uh, this is like trying to refer to back to like even further than further than that. Because if you think about it, like there was like forty, um, about forty, thirty to forty uh, May queens, May queen, May queens, May queen, right? yeah, yep. May queens on the wall in their housing. Like, but a winter, a summer solstice doesn't happen that often. Where it's like, I think it's every year, dude. Yeah, but didn't the elders say that like this hasn't happened in the last eighty years? I I don't know. Hmm. Because she makes that. Do you think that's worth me googling or real quick? Maybe I think it probably has something to do with the movie and that that whole ritual. Because thing. because we said it, I'm gonna just do it okay. now. Okay. All right. So you yeah. Because in the beginning, she has like this whole meeting with like, all right, everyone, and this is like in the in the very beginning of them getting to the commune. It's like, hey, everyone, welcome. Uh, this is our summer solstice. Blah blah blah. And then she says something like, "We do this every 80 years or something, 90 years." So yeah. So you you got it right. So. Uh, there are several rev- references to John the Baptist in the film. Pele tells Danny that the festival lasts nine days and that the event is special because it occurs every 90 years. So, a Midsummer Queen is on the wall and there are 30 to 40 of them. Probably That's, 30, closer to 30. Yeah, it's every 90 hundreds years, of years. Hundreds of years that this has gone on. Yeah, centuries of history. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's kind of interesting so detail. why was I tying that in? Because she becomes the May Queen. Right. Um, she does the dance, and she's the last person standing. Yeah. Everyone else falls down, knocks into each other. And that was one of the points that you laughed, when the final three and two two of them knock into the each other. are dancing back because they're switching sides. They're switching rotations of which way they're going around this cross fig, uh, flower figure thing in, in the in the on the grounds. And two of the girls just run into each other. <laughs> And it's just like a, 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 almost like a sound of them clonking heads. Yeah. And you just bust out laughing. And it was, it's a wide shot, so yeah. two. So you're just like seeing two people in, in like the way off ground. Boonk. <laughs> and, and this dude sitting down, Christian, is like fucking tripping his balls yeah, off. And he's, he gets handled that drink. Like he yeah. drink this and yeah. he's like, oh, I don't really want this. And she's like, no, you'll be okay. And he's like, well, okay. And this is after... The elder, the fem- the the new female elder, I guess, because that's what I want to call him. Because the two elders in the beginning who walked out from the forbidden house, 
were the old elders. Sure. And so they died. Now there's new elders. And the woman says she wants to have a meeting with Christian. And Christian walks in this house, like, sitting, like, super close. They're less than a foot away from each other. And yeah. she's like, Maya wants to fuck you. And he's like, I don't know if he, like, responded or is that just where it cut? And he was just like, oh, what happened? So he goes and sits back down. And he's like, what's going on? He's looking at the girl that she was talking about. And he's freaking out. And then they, she gets the May Queen. And they do this weird shit. And she sees her mom. Yeah. Though there's a lot of weird stuff yeah, after yeah. she becomes May Queen. She becomes that May is, Queen. Seems, those scenes need to be like slowed down. <laughs> so you can yeah. catch all this We're stuff ramping up. Because at yeah. this point, it's just all set up. And then she becomes a May Queen. Which is like a weird ritual. And then like... I think that was a setup too. That was the last... 80 you'd say we're like 80 percent into the movie the last 20 percent she's the may queen and she like sits on this throne of green what was it that you were gonna bring up you were gonna i think that those other girls that were in that circle with her that was the setup like all of them were kind of like i think everyone wanted to be they run into each other and that was on purpose and eventually they all fall down and she's the last one it's i don't think so actually totally staged as i'm thinking about it i don't think so because she earned her position she kind of came from the outside she played by the rules. She took the same drugs that everyone was on. And then the fact that she was the last girl standing is like the strength of her character. And that's the change. I don't think it was a setup. Cause okay. that she, because this movie is kind of like the, the change we see is with the main character is she was kind of not weak-minded, but she had like the world was bigger and all the – it was bigger than her and she couldn't stand up against right, it. Right. But then we see this transition of she becomes a May Queen. She does everything – she has a good trip, you know, quote unquote, where she is able to do everything she starts correctly. She feel like she's a part of the community. And yeah. Like back to Pele. She's winning. She's, she's. Pele saying, hey, I lost my parents. I became part of this community. Exactly. Yeah, and and now she's, she's really part of it. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's her character arc. But her becoming the May Queen has negative consequences for her friends, clearly, and for her boyfriend, who is used like well i, I want to stay on the on the scene first before we get to what he does okay. uh she's sitting at the end of the table fucking tripping and it's so subtle the, she's still tripping on the drink that she got before her her competition i guess to be the last one standing and she gets crowned and i thought it was interesting that all of these like commune people as she's as, after she won they're all like thank you and like oh please and i thought like the thought that went through my mind at that point was like oh this girl they're thanking her because none of these other girls had to be sacrificed or whatever they don't yeah. have to take the burden of whatever she's about to do thank god this outsider did this and won so that the people that but i know she, won't be but she didn't get sacrificed in the end yeah she made the decision yeah. on who to sacrifice and what to do right and they give her a lot of respect like she like nobody at the table picks up their drink until she does she does or, the same thing that the elders do at yeah. the beginning of the movie and everyone waits for her she sits down, and it's a very another another like scene that's very like drawn out and slow, and it's kind of like, all right, we see exactly we see exactly the same thing we saw in the beginning, where she has to sit down, everyone sits down, and everyone's normal except Christian, who's all fucked up on his fucking drugs. Christian's and he's seeing the psychedelics on the table. He is not he's having a good the time. Psychedelics on the table, the whole time this fucking flower crown thing is fucking moving. I'm like, dude, perfect what the effects. Fuck is going perfect on here. <laughs> they, so subtle. Yeah. Right? Like, her... And... Because they replaced her crown. It was, like, a smaller crown with flowers on it that all the girls had. Right. And then because... She wins the contest of the dancing around. Which, by the way, there was something... Uh, there was, like, a dancing plague at, at some village, like, historically. 
um, where this it started striking. It's Ring Around the Rosies. Yeah. Ring, Ring Around, around the, the Rosies is literally a pagan like type thing that we have adopted into like normal society. Yeah, and kids it used do to that. Be, it was like yeah. trying to get rid of the devils around, and it's like super pagan, like related to Halloween type shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, a lot of throwbacks and references to that. Right. So there's. There, but there was like some plague in some English village like uh, hundreds of years ago where people got the dancing plague where they were dancing and laughing until they died. Like, but she's the last person standing. She's laughing. She's... They referenced some god that I wasn't familiar with. I didn't know it either. That she talks about in the beginning of like, we do this because he cursed us hundreds of years ago. We do this to like honor those who fell prey to him or blah, blah, blah. So sure. whoever is the winner is the person who gets to banish something i don't know something about and you and i god. sort of talked about that george we're like we're it's probably based in some yeah. truth like some mythology yeah. that we're just not That's familiar with of years ago now that we know that the winter the summer solstice is every 90 years it's like oh this goes way 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 back because this is based in now times so the 2000s and there was at least 30 names on there so what that goes back three thirty centuries which is what oh man that's like a really long 1700s time. That's further than no, that. No, 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 it's more than that. Yeah, I'm dumb. Sorry. <laughs> That's like... Uh, what's 30 1, times 10? 3,000 years. 1,000 BC. It's like 3,000 years, roughly. It's yeah. like 2,000... What? 700 years? Yeah. Something like that? So 1,000 BC. Yeah, yeah. So it's like pre... Yeah, so that would fit right in with like a, a pagan, hyper-pagan ritual or like... But the scenes that were subtle were... Hit, uh, she, she put on this crown of flowers... And the flowers are kind of like moving. One, one, one or one, two flowers is like a sun growing, type thing, and, and it just keeps like breathing. Kind of reminded me of Jumanji a little yeah. bit, like yeah, like this nature chaos. And there's something there about uh, feminine energy. It's yeah. Gaia from She's the earth. She's touching her chair, and it's like moving with yeah. her and living. It's tripping, and yeah, and everything on the table with its whole, it's a full place at table like plates centerpieces glasses shot glasses and it's all outside by the way all this whole yeah. movie's outside yeah. so it's like middle of the day sunny creepy things are happening dinner's almost ready type thing yeah and and then um they have some sort of it, you're not sure if it's like a pig or if it's some sort of meat or animal I thought it was a human you thought you thought it was, a human. it was a human. You thought that they were sacrificing people and eating them. Yeah, so the previous meal they have like these meat pies. Yeah. And this is after both both the British couple are missing and Walter. Or what is his name? The black guy's name is Joshua. Josh. Or Josh. Who's the annoying character that we don't Mark. Like? Mark. So Mark has disappeared. Josh has disappeared and the and the uh, English couple have just disappeared. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely eating. Because he finds a hair in it, doesn't he? Christian finds a hair in his pie. Yeah, but that, and that was the... Oh, that's the literally... Young girl's that's, hair. That's... I gotcha. Yeah. The young girl who wanted to cast a spell on so him cuts they, her pubes off and gives feeds it to him. Yeah. I guess they could be... Uh, they could be eating, like, the livestock that they grow on their self Who knows farm. what they're eating, but yeah. the, the it's kind of like in the corner of the of the frame, and it's moving. And it's like trippy moving. It's like acid psilocybin moving. And it's just like, and everyone's just eating like normal. And again, the extras are perfect. And just poor little Christian. He's just, his eyes are like pupils super dilated. And he's just trying to get through this meal. He's looking at uh, Danny like, what the fuck happened to you? How are you May Queen? Like, is this really happening? And she's looking at him and sees him looking at the girl. And then eventually the girl gets up and leaves. In front of this whole fucking, like, 
50 person long table one girl gets up and goes into a barn <laughs> and Christian kind of like looks at her and the matriarch kind of looks at him as like you need to go over there blah 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 and he's like kind of two things happen right yeah. so so the may queen goes and do- and has her little uh concluding character arc right she gets crowned as a May Queen and blesses their crops and their livestock and does their whole, like, ritual thing. And then Christian goes to a barn and has sex with the young girl that is a total ritual. It's like, he walks into the barn and there's a bunch of naked, like, older, you know, like, the rest of the women in the in the commune. Yeah, I would naked. say they're middle-aged. They weren't young. They, they weren't, weren't like, young. young like the girl who was pubescent. They were older, yeah. like, kind of... The working women, yeah, and they're all naked, standing there waiting for him to come into her. And they start and chanting, yeah, and they give and him more. They give him more drugs, right? Don't they give him another thing? Do they give him something to drink? Like the two elder men that let him into the door before he, like, he gets he keeps dressed. getting fucked up. Yeah, is kind yeah. of the it's kind of the whole thing, and then he has sex with her, which is like a whole thing. They're chanting, and then they start like coming over there and grabbing him and like oh, and thrusting like, him. Like, <laughs> pushing on his ass to get him go 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 and she's like finish inside yeah oh shit yeah yeah and she's on this bed of of flowers and it's it's very it's very virginal and yeah yeah, all this all this she's off here doing her like finishing her ritual and she comes back and she's like what's going on there because she hears all danny hears this stuff yeah danny hears all these women like moaning and she's like what's going on there and she looks through the keyhole yeah and she sees goes in and she looks and she loses it yeah she runs back to the place where she sleeps where all of them were sleeping and all the maidens around kind of follow her and she has this breakdown where she's sort of crying and she she's breathing in and out in and out and then this weird thing this almost a group therapy they all right, around right. her they're attending to her yeah like hyper empathetic like we're gonna emulate what you're doing and it kind of like almost calmed her down she was like they start they the start they start breathing in at the yeah, same time and right. sobbing with her right and that makes her feel better it makes yeah. her feel included so i think at that moment she felt really like part of the tribe yeah that was like um, the final like nail in the coffin of like all right these are these can be or are my people now. Yes, yes, um, and that's kind of the conclusion of her arc, I would say. Yeah, and then he. Uh, I would say. Then they have the another final chapter ceremony. I would say her final arc, final arc of her is her choosing who to sacrifice. Yes, and that's like the very next scene is like. He like uh, no no after not quite because after finishes, right? after he finishes and Literally. then she yeah 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 he, he busts in that right side <laughs> and she and she like, she does this thing where she like yeah, she rolls her knees thing. yeah like this yoga move I can feel she, him inside me I was like oh oh jeez like a pregnant yeah and everyone's like cheering or all the all the women around that are all naked congratulations yeah. Yeah, and he gets up and kind of runs out, which is a it was a really good shot because he's naked. He's got his farmer's tan, is like you know like touristy American yeah, tan. Right. And oh, I didn't notice that part. Yeah, well, I mean, he's looking like, at his dick. Yeah, uh, you were too busy looking at his ass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's how you do. And he runs out because he's still tripping, like he is fucked up. And he runs out, goes to this barn because he's just trying to get away because he's freaked out, and you know, like. It's just such a contrast because he's just like, <laughs> and he like runs, and it's still out in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. these, these buildings are like hundreds of yards apart from each other, and you just see him book it towards the yeah, building. And-, <laughs> and he walks inside, and you're like, oh fuck, 
because what he sees is Mark spr- like it, it's not Mark. It's the it's the British guy. No, he sees Mark. Mark the annoying guy. Thesis? No. No. It's the British guy. I don't think so. Yes, 100%. I thought it was I thought it was the annoying guy. No, Cuz he has the curly hair. Okay. He's a little bit lighter skinned. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Whatever. I, I guarantee that fact. Fact check me. Okay. Maybe you're right. So he sees a body and... This body is flayed from the back. Hanging in the middle of a barn with chickens going underneath and ravens and... St- I don't know if they're ravens, but chickens for sure in like a barn. And he's like held up by his back, like skin, almost like saw. Like just... Yeah. And, and his yeah. eyes are gouged out. And he's just got flowers in his eyes, and and for some reason he goes under to like look at him, like which was a weird under. shot. Yeah, that yeah. was a good shot though. It was, I was just like, what is he gonna do? Is this guy gonna wake up? I, I was waiting for so, the guy to wake up. Yeah, <laughs> I felt so uncomfortable that entire scene because this guy's tripping balls, just yeah. like looking at a dead body, just like <gasps> like the horror that's coming into him, and then the guys show like two men show up two that that up. initiated him into the ritual, right. uh, and they blow some cocaine in his yeah, face. they blow some, and he just zoinks out it's not cocaine for the- no it's like brown it almost it's looks like, like brown powder yeah they yeah. blow it and, and he just passes out and you're like poor guy <laughs> i think that's like paralyzing powder it ends up being paralyzing powder because he's unable to move from that point on yes yeah and then he wakes up and it, they did this cool shot where they close his eyes one by one one by one but on the screen you see half the screen go dark yeah and the other half of the which i liked yeah and then they open him back up and he it's okay. It's okay. It's like it By seems way, nice. You can't move and you can't talk. And she just goes in the line. You're like, wait, what the? And, and he's he, like in this chair of like a paralyzed person, like who just got lobotomied, sitting there, and he can't do anything. And he's clear, like, no emotion on his face, but you could tell almost by looking at his eyes, like he is freaking the fuck out, like, and. He's like, what have I just done? Yeah. What did I just do? What are they doing to me? And why is my girlfriend, Danny, up there covered in a flower dress sitting down? Telling people what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're looking at her, waiting, take your time on who you want to choose to, to sacrifice. And they off, they asked for two volunteers and two people from the community uh, volunteer. volunteer themselves. And they said they needed nine total. So we had three of Pele's friends show up who are, have all... Two of them, right? Two of them, yes. So, Mark and... I don't remember the people from London. I don't remember their names. Yeah. So, those two... Her name is Connie. That's the only thing I remember. Okay. So, Paley's two friends. No, that's Uh, his brother, Ingmar. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Paley's... Besides Christian and Danny... (sighs) Character names. I I can do it. I can do it. Do it. All right. You've got the two people from London... You've got Josh, black guy. You've got Mark, insufferable. Okay, so that's four. You've got two members from the community. Right. Okay, we're now at six. Then we have... Two uh, more members who have previously died, who are... who also volunteered or just happened to die or something. Because they're the ones who have, like, the stick coming out of his... out of his mouth. And then the other guy who has, like, the crown of something, like... Wings. So we're at seven, and then the final two are Christian and. Hmm. Is there nine? There's yeah. There's you did nine. Say nine, right? Yeah, there was nine 
people sacrificed. Right. Anyway. But all, everybody except Danny dies. Yeah. <laughs> and then some people from the community. Yeah. And they, they cart him off into... Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, honestly. That's eight. They, and not, and Christian's nine. Yeah. So two members from the community who volunteered. Okay. Two who didn't volunteer. Plus... Oh, never mind. I counted wrong. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. The point is they they, they have this like put them all into the yellow ceremony, yellow uh, temple, and it's like a, a barn. It's like they have hay. Oh, first, around. what happens to Christian? Oh, they they put him on a table. They cut open a bear, which was alluded to earlier. Gut it. They gut it. Yeah. In the beginning, that's something we didn't think about. Like no. I saw the bear. I knew what was going to happen to the bear. I had to keep my mouth shut because I had, you had no say, idea. You had no. I idea. saw a bear I, in a cage, yeah. alive, and right. then the next time we see it, it's on the table. He's like, are we just supposed to like ignore the bear? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just a bear. I was like, uh, they cut it open, yeah. they gut it, they put. This was creepy because they they didn't even show it. They just showed him lying on the table, paralyzed. Yeah. And the next scene is they're zipping up like or sewing together this bear skin over him and he's his eyes and are just his like his face is the only thing you see and, and he's like what all the all the emotions in the eyes yeah. like terror but he can't do anything right, about it right and imagine how hot that would be and just and then they they wheel him all into the, the heat of that suit is the least of his yeah problems. right he's thinking about that at all yeah Hey, dude, poor Christian at the end, man. <laughs> and uh, they, so they set it up in a ceremony, nine people in this thing. They light it on fire. And yeah, it's a really slow, methodical of like, hey, we're placing this here. There's still symbology on the ground. There's like, shit growing the out of people's... It's not growing. They placed that. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, or maybe they didn't. Maybe that's just like... Because you see at one point, uh, one of the guys, I'm not sure if it's Josh's leg that's sticking out of the ground, like... Like, they're planning him yeah. or something. Like, he's part of the... Like, this is going to turn into a tree sometime. So that's maybe... Maybe that happened to a person. But I think the body would decay before that amount of growth that was coming out of him is possible. So I think they put that... That was something that was placed in there to symbolize that he is back with the community. And they're, you know, honoring him or whatever. But it's very methodical. Like, very, like, a scene of, like, all right, we got all these volunteers... And they drove him down in, like, wheelchairs. All right, these are our sacrifices. And Pele had to put his sacrifice in there. And they put the bear in the middle. And then you have this weird, like, double square symbol that was shown throughout the movie of, like, this is what, this is how the table's arranged for dinner. And this is yes. how that symbol is. And this is how, there was other symbols throughout, but it was the same kind of symbol for that dinner of, in this yellow forbidden building that no one else is allowed to go into and now we're at the end and they're putting these bodies in key positions yes and all of a sudden they light that shit on fire and well and and the two members that volunteered one of them was ingar yeah which was pele's brother right and another member of the community they they gave them a uh like sap of a yew yeah yew tree that apparently that makes you not feel any pain right but yet when he was on fire he started screaming, and I don't know what that's about, but... And he started screaming, and everyone else outside, and the whole community is, of course, watching this thing, you know, a couple hundred yards outside of the, the barn. And they hear him scream, and they just go crazy. I was like, what is this kind of, like... It was a fascinating... I mean, my eyes were, like, locked in. Yeah. It was a fascinating ritual to right. watch. Well, of course, and this is the end. This is, like, the epitome. This, this is the is... whole crux of yeah. everything. Or, like, you know, what's going to happen? And they're just going to let it burn, and it ends up burning. And what does she do at the end? You tell me. <laughs> She's just watching this thing. And she sees everyone, you know, she knows that everyone burned. 
and she smiles. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's and midsummer. And that's it. Yeah, and you and I were like, what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> entertaining though. It was entertaining. Um, I think I set it up at the top. I gave it a four out of five. I wanted a little bit more horror, yeah. or but the shots were good. It was a good movie right. overall. I'd recommend it to well people. Well shot movie. You know, if you're into that type of thing, it's, you're gonna enjoy it. I gave it uh, a six and a half out of ten. Sure. Just because it's not my. How type you gonna of do movie? A, 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 a score of ten and give a six and a half? How are you gonna do that? Six or seven. That's the beauty. <laughs> we have decimals in this wonderful numerical Whatever. system. Whatever. Whatever. I'm not doing any these four point five crap. You have. Before. You know. You know. Sometimes I give movies six out of ten, six out of five. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just above and beyond. Because you have your system has no semblance of of uh, <laughs> of no construction like yeah. no regiment. Um, any uh, final thoughts? No, man. It was it was a not a super scary horror movie. It was psychologically. Yeah. Creepy. And it of was disturbing. A bunch of shit that we didn't catch up on, or that we didn't catch. That I'm sure going back and watching and. Would you watch anything, it again? I would. In the future, I would, I would like pause it. I would do some sort of like. All right, let's pause here. What does this mean? Let's do some research. Can we figure out? Yeah, what he's Google trying it. To allude to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully, people have found it valuable that we talked for um, two hours and twenty minutes on talking about it because yeah. we just we like. We go off on tangents, and hopefully that's uh, right. part hopefully of the... Hopefully it gives you some insight, you, the zero viewers that are listening to this. Yeah. Gives you some insight, and, you know, if you haven't seen the movie and you go watch it, it's, you know, you'll pick up, some, pick up on the same things we did, and maybe a little bit more, you know. And we also, we're not going to go... I mean, we went through the entire movie, but, like, we're, we're remembering... We're almost... This is almost like a, an emotional recap of what do we remember and how did it affect us? Because yeah. we we left out a ton of details. So I did this whole thing without notes. You followed a very I, few notes. You have maybe like 20 lines, yeah. if that, um, of brief notes that you wrote during the movie. I chose not to write any notes because I kind of knew the movie and I wasn't sure we were going to do a podcast. But this is kind of all from like memory of like two nights ago watching the movie. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just fun to talk about movies and what they did. What we're really not like negative people. Like we're not gonna like shit on stuff. Like yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. Like there, this well, movie wasn't perfect. Gonna, we're also probably not gonna do a podcast about a movie that we both didn't enjoy. No, fuck that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about yeah. it. It's like there, because there's so much good art and good yeah. movies that I only want to spend my time thinking about what's awesome movie, about what's regardless of yeah. the content is still a work of art. Yes. And a good one. Yeah. Hereditary was better, but this was new. And we wanted, we just happened to see this together and we wanted to talk about it. So if something strikes, and that's the, that's the beauty of doing this is that if something strikes us both that we're like, Hey, I want to, let's watch this with the intent to talk about it. We do it. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like, uh, and there was a chance that we could have watched it and been like, that wasn't worth talking about. Right. And I would have taken some of these notes and you would have thought about it and we just would have abandoned it. We're good. All those are not going to be podcasts that we make in the future. That's totally fine. I, I forgot to mention this point. Uh, yeah. Um, Tom's. You know what Tom's are? Shoes. Yeah, dude. The people in this movie, their shoes. They got nothing on Tom's. Those those things look like they can go through a beating and not have a problem. But uh, that is just so not something I would have picked up on. So. I saw everyone in the commune is wearing the same shoes, and eventually, what's her name is wearing the shoes as well yes. because she gets dressed up in her thing in order to do her ring around the rosy type stuff. Yeah, and she's wearing the shoes. So I always kind of like saw her shoes walking around, and they're just like out there in the middle of this, this uh. Uh, 
clearing and it's dirt and grass and stuff like that and they're walking around in these like Tom-esque shoes. I was like, hey, it, I'm sure. I wonder if Tom could make some. Am I, am I making up like her dress got dirty at the bottom of the dress? Was that a shot in this movie? Or I don't I, remember. Okay. Wasn't It wasn't a detail that I picked up on. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um, why? Why would you bring that up? I don't know. It's just something I, I brought up. Like, does that mean anything? Because, mm. and that's what's fun about this this movie and this director and why I'm going to watch his next movie um, in theaters, almost no matter what it is. It's Ari Aster. Okay. Um, Hereditary in this one, it's like, there's so much symbology and you know the ending's going to be crazy or good and it just, I like the way he, I, I can appreciate movies that just take their time. Yeah. It, yeah. If they're good. If they're... If they have some 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 substance, like you can take yeah. a movie and have it really long and drawn out and interesting shots, but if it doesn't have substance, you're gonna spend a lot of so much money on it. it. You gotta yeah. be like a yeah. good director. And this was actually a really I looked it up. Uh, eight to ten million dollars was a budget, and it made forty six million. Gotcha. Yeah. So he'll be making another Hopefully movie all here soon. Actors ask for stock instead of. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Cost. I think they know better than that or whatever. <laughs> there weren't any big name actors in this. Nope. But I liked it. I mean, everyone everyone had really good performances. Yep. Uh, interestingly enough, um, the actor who played Danny will be in uh, Black Widow. Oh, interesting. I saw that today when I, I Googled her name she's, and saw her movies. Uh, it's not a diss on her. She's just not, like, super pretty. She's not, like, a 10 out of 10. Right. She's kind of well, like... I think a, that's a redeeming... Or her acting is yes. a redeeming factor for her. Which yeah. she did a really, really good job. I she think was awesome. I think did a really good job, too. Yes. Um... Mark, not so much. Mark, not so much. Josh <laughs> was fine. Jo- I thought Josh was good. That's boring. Yeah. Um, the last few points I have, I guess, whatever, is, um, like, this kind of reminds me of, like, other drug movies. Like, it was kind of like an Alice in Wonderland type of vibe. Okay. Um, yeah. Fear and or Loathing. coming out of nowhere. Yeah. I can see that with Alice. F- Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Did you ever see that movie? I did. Yeah, that's just a... long time ago. It was probably been, like, ten years. I, I like those bad trip horrors. Like, I... I, there's something about that where that is true terror that's so internal and it's if you've done the drug before then it's something that you have at least like raised the surface of a bad thought type thing like oh it could go bad yeah. and yeah. you like people some people don't come back from that right. that's kind of like like i don't think there's a real hell or heaven okay. but internally if you put the right substances or the wrong substances in your body your you mind state of mind as well yeah your yeah. mind can go to those places yeah. heaven or hell like you can have really good time or like you could have a bad time and that's what i liked about mandy is that mandy is like this um the one with nick cage the what like horrible awful is this real life or is this trippy is this bad like and it's just an awful movie it's just a feel bad <laughs> like so i love it i love the darkness of that like um i thought that was worth I'd say mentioning. if people enjoyed this movie or they like talking about this movie i would recommend they go see mother Mo- yeah similar not the same director a lot of symbology yeah a lot of like long shots you have um what's her name jennifer lawrence jennifer lawrence She's really good really performance good. yeah yeah and very like also like symbology and like trippy well, every character represents an idea like yeah. earth eden god a jesus character like everybody in that movie yeah. so go watch mother mother is super disturbing though yeah. i mean you'll you're not gonna walk out feeling <laughs> awesome like you'll be like fuck not man. that you're gonna walk out feeling this movie awesome but no no but this one gave you some like scares of like oh my God. not a whole lot of jump scares actually nope. after the first like 
after the first ring of there's the shocking imagery but it's not right it, it it's jarring but it's not um yeah. doesn't make when you I, scared when i saw the uh reflection of the in the bathroom of the owl house i was like oh it's maybe creepy this can be creepy maybe this movie will be scary i wish it had more of that yeah whatever that was yeah. but uh i also mentioned to you while we were watching the movie that i think a character broke the fourth wall you mentioned that. I didn't pick up on that. So when they're all in a group and they're staring up the cliff before the elder couple jumps, one of the characters, one of the extras, we, we don't know who it was or see, or I, I didn't recognize him going forward, but he turns around and looks directly at the camera. And a real creepy glaze, a yeah, gaze. Yeah, he just like turns around real slow, looks at the camera, and then turns back. And I was like, wait. Wait, what the fuck? Like, did that's almost like um, when you're like tripping or you're like out of your normal state of mind. Like, you like when she first walked up in that group of people and they all were laughing at her. It's like, is this person? That's the feeling that almost you got, but you were like watching this like normal and you yeah. saw that happen. Because everyone else is looking up at the cliff. That's weird. They're all doing this, looking up the cliff, and then all of a sudden this guy kind of like turns around and looks directly at the camera. Yeah, the, the and camera. I didn't even see it. That's yeah. that's the crazy part is that we're both watching the same movie and you mentioned it after it happened. Did you see that guy? Like, look. I was like, what? I was like, I turned around to you. I was like, did they just break the fourth wall? You're like, what? Huh? What? And I, back to the movie. I yeah. like that. I like that both of us can watch it and, and the director's dropping hints like that. Yeah. Like, they're that's why it would be it would, very interesting. The rewatch, yeah, would, be the rewatch would be worth it. Yeah, exactly. Give it a couple of years. I definitely want to see Hereditary again after talking about all this because this gets me hyped for watching all this kind of Ooh, shit. Getting shivers just thinking about Hereditary. So uh, another note I had is how the hell did they think that this movie would work? <laughs> like, I, I, I love that they did it. At script level. But actually now that, I, the... now that I think about now that I did my research, 8 to $10 million, like that's not a lot of money for that's a true. movie. So you can go an A24, A24, is the studio that okay. produced it. They do some weird stuff. We yeah. talked about they kind of do some indie flicks. Right. Um, or just some, like, biopics or, like, movies about bands yeah, and stuff. Yeah, this movie would be right up their alley. So pitching them, hey, we just need $8 million for this movie, and we got these actors, and blah, well, I guess not really. I guess you pitch the movie, and then you find people who fill Yeah, but then they found roles. no no one big-name actors. Like, they, I didn't see them on TV shows or anything. Right, um, right. So, yeah, I mean, you make it work. And that's that's... That's what is really cool about directors is that if they can make their budget work yeah. and they create this work of art that's... I mean, there's $100 million movies out there that this is better than. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make as much money. From from uh, analytical standpoint, from how deep you can go down into layers. And, and really, if you look at movies, movies are a test of... T they, they have to stand the test of time because they're going to be out for years from now. Like, people that are... you and You and me in our 60s and 70s people we're gonna might, might be talking about oh i remember that movie it came out when i was 25 or whatever and it's like it still holds up it's still a good movie right and like that's the importance of making a big budget work of art is that it it's gonna be around yeah and you might as well make it good on a small a, budget this will be a gem in 10 years people will look yeah back or maybe oh, it won't yeah. but other stuff other stuff that we talk about will be right yeah that's um, our goal at least Talk yeah. about the gems. And your last note was uh, no, it's not even a good one. But <laughs> it was this, this is an awful movie to watch in theaters. <laughs> just I can't imagine other audiences taking it seriously. Most people would probably walk out of the theater and be like, like us. Or they'd what be bored. The fuck would we just watch? Yeah, yeah, they'd be bored until the end. They'd be like, oh, that was kind of cool, but I don't know why the fuck that happened. Yeah, yeah. And it, in theaters, I'm sure it'd move faster because most of the time when I go to the theater and I watch a movie, it's kind of like moving at such a pace that I'm not able to pick up on on more whereas that here at home you know we can just like 
pause it if we needed to or um you can kind of like turn around and say something to someone without having to like distract from the movie you can turn around and say did that person just break the fourth wall and you can go right back to the movie and yeah. not kind of like miss well anything. you you and i also have a good like you're a good person to watch movies with and i'm hopefully a good person to you to watch movies with yeah i like, wish you would that, shut the fuck up sometimes but ah dude it's so much better it's better that i talk <laughs> Whatever I have to say is more important <laughs> than the silence. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we should wrap this one up because it's going two hours, 30 minute mark. But it's perfect length, dude. Yeah. I had a good time talking. It's just I'd... enough for a commute to work and there and back and there and back and there and back and there. One more time. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to last till. <clears throat> but we thought we we thought this might be like a 45 minute long one because we yeah. didn't have much to say yeah, about this have, movie. We didn't, I had no notes. So you, we were just going to go off your notes, but we just ended up breaking down Worked a out. lot of the scenes that we remembered. So if, if hopefully people watch this in the future, but if not, you and I had a good time talking about it. And that's I think that. it helps that the movie was so fresh. Maybe not for someone who's like seen yes. it a couple months ago. You know, you may not have been able to remember some of the cues that scenes brought on and to be able to analyze them so. and once we get somewhat of a following or people interacting with a community of some sort we'll talk with them and say like hey did you like constantine that was kind of an older movie that you haven't watched in a while but now you're rewatching because we're talking about it so the spoilers don't matter or new movies that have just released to rent and buy right. now right pretty stre- uh, fresh out of theaters right and that's what midsummer was yeah. so yeah any final cool. thoughts no i don't think so all right I think we uh beat that dead horse to a pulp all right just like they beat grandma after she jumped off or it's grandpa, grandpa after they jumped off the cliff Jesus. four people had to take the hammer to her it's like guys Midsummer was an hour and a half. You don't need to talk two and a half was, hours about it. It was creep. It's it was a pretty good horror creepy movie for such a light Swedish mountain I mean, sunshine. Mul- like you said multiple times, we kind of like turned around to each other, like what? laughed and like, "What is going on?" And then that was funny. And then all, "Whoa, oh, man. yeah, roller coaster." Okay. Anyway, see you next time. Um. <laughs> Shut the fuck Episode up. Episode 4 concluded. <laughs> Hit her in the face with a surfboard. <laughs>